Hello and welcome to Better Than Mario Brothers, where each episode we dive headfirst down a pipe into cinema's sewer. I am Christmas Chris Bolton. With me, as always, our very own Merry Mr. Mark Williams. Ho, ho, ho. And yeah, it's Christmas, guys. So this is the first of this year's Double Down Christmas extravaganzas. You know, just like Halloween, we like to pull out all the stops for Christmas, pull all the crackers, if you will. And fuck it, 2020's been a twat, right? Absolutely. So, we are absolutely doubling down on Christmas this year. So, Martin is Christmas jumper. I'm not, unfortunately, because you wouldn't be able to see me on my shitty camera, but I have it just here behind me for those <laughs> of you on video. Uh, and I'm instead wearing, um, this is probably hurting your eyes, I'm wearing my best Christmas shirt. <laughs> I, but I made some effort. Right? I've seen worse. Yeah. Um, so for those of you not on video, I apologize. Go on YouTube, look at a video. You don't know what you're missing, honestly. Um well, apart from some badly shot footage of me, really, is what you're missing. <laughs> but anyway, I'm in a stupid shirt. Okay, those of you on audio, there you go. Move on. Um, so, <laughs> the first of, <laughs> of our Christmas specials this year, and we had to do something special on, on Better Than Mario for Christmas. I mean, it, we love the kind of really so bad they're good films. And every Christmas, there are just tons of them that get trotted out. So the one we wanted to do this year, unfortunately, we couldn't track down. So maybe that'll be backburnered for next year. But I'm really glad we didn't because last minute, <laughs> instead, we found <coughs> Jack Frost. Now, this isn't the Michael Keaton Jack Frost. That was my first thought, which is how we stumbled across this film. Mm. I don't know how I'd forgotten that this film exists, but I had. Yeah, I, I was the same because I, I when you said Jack Frost, that was the one I thought of as well was the Michael Keaton one. And when I was when we were talking about it, I thought that's a fucking horror one as well. I, I had totally forgotten about it. I had too, but I remember seeing this fucking years ago. Yeah. Um and yeah, when we came back to it, um yeah, we'll dive into it now, but fucking hell. Now, see, <laughs> Merry I, Christmas. I, yeah. I mean I didn't see it years ago. I knew it existed. But somehow this passed me by. Um, it came out in 1997. It was shot earlier than that, I believe, though. I did do a little bit of research, um, but I didn't write any of it down because I'm a fucking dick. This is why I don't do research, listeners. <laughs> um, but it was shot earlier than that, I know. Um, anyway, we just so happened to stumble across this. It was on Amazon Prime. So for those of you out there who like to watch along, if you don't already own this, it is on Amazon Prime. So you can go and watch it legally. Uh, so please do so. Um, well, I mean, I mean, what the fuck? What what can we say about this film, really? Well, I, mean, I, I mean, before we go into it, I mean, I've, I've been doing some reading about it. And there's an interview with um, Michael Cooney, who um, wrote and directed it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Any relation the... to George? Clooney, not Clooney. Noel. Oh, I thought you said Clooney. And in keeping with Christmas, Noel. Noel, yeah. I mean, I was just about to pull you up on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, he he wrote and directed it. And the, the first quote, not that he sounds bitter at all, is the reason I had to direct it is we couldn't afford a fucking director. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I read somewhere that apparently this was supposed to have had a budget of about 30 million and be directed by Rennie Harlan. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, um, it's quite funny because the interview goes on to say that there was a Campbell's Soup advert, which I remember, um, which used the same sort of animation and it had a snowman eating soup and melting from the inside out. I thought his heart was thawing and shit. It was all mm -hmm. nice. Soup's supposed to do. Um, and he said that that commercial had three times the budget of this film. Wow. And then um, went on to say that because he, he did um, Identity in 2003, I think it was, with John Cusack. And he said this but this had less budget than the catering on that film. Jesus. I, I, Not that one, he's bitter at all. 
one thing I didn't do was dig into what else the director and everything. I, I just got, I, I kind of fell down a rabbit hole about how this film exists. I mean, I exists the same way that any of these kind of B-movie creature features exists because somebody was sat around going, okay, what's the most innocent thing you can think of? What is the most innocent possible thing you can think of that we can subvert and use for a horror movie? And somebody okay. just went, hey, don't give our best fucking ideas away. <laughs> somebody just went snowman and they just ran with it. Now, obviously we'll get into this as we go through. Um, and some of the reading, it sounds like you've done some of the same reading as me as well. Um, there's there's some stuff that we'll talk about as we go through as well that, that's gone on behind the scenes with this film, I think. Um, but to its credit, considering it is a film about a killer snowman, like this, there's a lot of thought gone into this. They haven't phoned this in at all. Oh, like the, the writers not. have really gone to town with this in a way that, well, I mean, I, I'll save it. I'll save it for final thoughts. Um, but yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know, Jack Frost is a film about a serial killer who is essentially, well, you're not even resurrected, is he? He just turns into a snowman turns, yeah. by a freak accident. I mean, it's 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 funny. I mean, it's the, the the whole sort of opening sequence is kind of laughable anyway. You've got this 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 massive truck on the side of which is state executional transfer service. So if you if you were looking to break somebody out of jail, You'd be really fucking hard pushed to find them without on the side, wouldn't you? You know, you want to bring somebody from death row, but they're they're driving through the <laughs> I snow. Mean, you, you, you're fucking straight into the logic on this film. Do you know what? I didn't question one th- like, and, and there is a very specific thing that I should have questioned, and it only came to me about an hour ago when I was in the shower. <laughs> Uh, and I'll get to that when yeah. we get to it. But I didn't question the logic in this film once because honestly, if you think <laughs> well, this there's is no a... fucking logic to this, no, film, like you can't, like you just have to go. No, with it, it. It, it just struck me straight away um, because, as I say, it's no state executional transfer service. You know where your death row prisoners are for a start. But they're, they're driving, and again, you've got a window, a massive window on this truck, and you can see about fucking two inches out of it, out of the windscreen. Now, well, yeah, not because be- of all the snow and stuff. Yeah, but put some fucking antifreeze on your screen. It won't stick. Well, maybe they can't afford it. Maybe, I mean, this is well, Snowman. I, I don't know if you know this, but Snowmanton is a very poor county, Mark. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's only about three fucking houses. That's why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you've got that. And then coming the other way, you've got somebody driving. I can't remember what the, what the name was, but it was basically genetic experiment material. Um, driving in the same blizzard, so can't see fuck all. And he's pouring from a flask while he's driving. I love and it. Funny, you might as well be on a fucking bong. I love it. I love it. I love everything about the opening of this film. Um, one of the one of the issues though is it does have two openings, um, and mm, that's yeah. the only thing. The, yeah, the sorry, I forgot thing, the very first. But yeah, because, sorry. Because story. I really love. Yeah, no, I really love the first opening. It opens yeah. up in a very classical Christmas special kind of way. With you know, we've got the credits while we're sort of zooming around a Christmas tree, and everything's in in extreme close up of yes, all the I decorations. And there's a father reading to his daughter, who is clearly a voice actress. I was going to say, really (laughs) fucking creepy, because that voice is about 50. Yeah, doing a little girl. Yeah, uh, the voice voice apparently is the director. Uh, So, so I read in in uh, on IMDb. I don't know how true that is. but but yeah, so they, they give us the whole story yeah. of Jack Frost before he becomes the snowman, really, of why he's a serial killer. And, and it sets up everything to the point where we get to the, where he's in the paddy wagon. 
being being transferred. But you get all of his backstory and everything, so you know yes. who he is. That all works really well. It's got Christmas cards in the back, and it sets the tone. It's like this is going to be like a creepy Christmas film. It's it's yeah. very kind of Krampus or Gremlins. It's got it, they really nail the tone. It's really well shot. They're like the performances, aside from the fact it's clearly an adult voice actress being a little girl. Yeah. Um, the performances there are actually really good as well. Loved all of that. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that because I, not, you know what's like when we do this film, we tend to pick out the stuff that doesn't make sense. So yeah. stuff that works, we tend to kind of gloss past. Loved, loved that. Okay, yeah, loved, it was brilliant. Loved the actual opening as well. Loved the fact we're straight in. Loved the genetic material. Loved, loved how just completely corny, cheesy, doesn't give a fuck. It is what yeah. I. The, the only problem I had with it is it literally rehashes that entire story in yes. expository dialogue. Yeah, which right up need. until the point of the crash. No, you don't need it at all. You need one or the other. Now, is that enough to spoil my enjoyment of the film? Absolutely not. But it's the first point where I'm going, oh, we didn't need that. Now, uh, this is summation on my part. I feel like I have to quantify that every time now after recent events on SMPD. But this is summation on my part. Um, I've read that there was a scene later on, and we'll talk about when we come to it. For here, you know, for the here and now, we'll just refer to it as the bathtub scene. Oh, um, yeah. Where, uh, where they went back for reshoots uh, because of something that came out in the edit. Now, there is a very clear quality difference between those reshoots, the material they reshot, which is very slight. There's a very yeah. clear quality difference between that reshoot and the original stuff that we've seen before that. Hmm. So I wonder if more of this is reshot and the higher quality stuff, which you get here, you get the latter half of the movie, essentially, feels completely different like yeah. it absolutely takes off more or less from the bathtub on it just yes. absolutely takes off it becomes everything that i'd wanted it to be in the first half of the movie not to say i didn't enjoy the first half but it really gets into its own yes in, in the second half of the and i wonder whether it was a case of you know i i wonder when 99 of that stuff was there and then when they did the reshoot somebody suddenly went oh fucking hell we can do that. We've worked out how to animate the snowman. We've worked out how to make him talk. We've worked out. So and whether they've gone back and reshot more stuff, or maybe this was part of that. Maybe somebody's gone back and gone, oh, actually, we've got hold of a voice actor here. Now let's maybe. Let's fix a bit. Fix. I, I don't know. I don't. It might just be that they felt like it was missing something in the opening. They didn't know what to do for credits. I don't know. But we don't need both of them. Um, no. And I think to be fair, I mean. What you've got there, so you have the you have the Christmas tree scene with the story, and that's as a aside from the creepy voice lady, that's all right. That's no, that's good. And then you get them going through, and you've got the two the two guards driving the truck, and then one in the back with Jack Frost. Yeah, and you've got the ones in the front. It's almost like they're trying to taunt him, but they just don't know what to say to him. There's again, there's a lot of that in the first half of this movie. The one-liners are not on point at all for them, no. especially once we really get into the Jack Frost of it all. Yeah. And you're like, right, hang on, where are all the snow puns? Like yes. how, how like honestly, he should be quipping like fucking Schwarzenegger in fucking Batman and Robin here. Yeah, they should absolutely. be awesome. the latter half of the film, you get that, and they are fucking excellent. They're yes. not so much snow puns as they are Christmas ones, but they are on point. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but the first half of this film, they aren't. And and I, I think maybe it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of, there's been, there's actually been a lot of effort put into the story of this film. Like, mm. and we'll get also in a lot of things we watch, actually. Yeah, fucking definitely. I was really impressed with the script of this film. Now, whether that says more about me or the film, I don't know. But I was really fucking impressed with the script. Um, but there are occasions, yeah, where the dialogue is a little bit ropey. Um but, you know, 
I I just give it a pass. If they if they can't work out with Sabian, whatever. It's moving us forward. The scene is short. I'm just like, okay, they they're just going to taunt him. We we need to we need to get to the point where the fucking truck crashes and they just get us. They haven't seen that when the when the crash comes as well. Mm. Like all the stuff in the back of the truck is is well shot to start with as well. Um, yeah, lost his over just the yeah. right amount. It's very atmospheric. It's very, very well yeah. lit. The whole film is really considering it's low budget. Like it is yeah. really beautifully lit. They, they use a lot of practicals. I mean, it's Christmas, so there's lights everywhere. So yeah, exactly. you've obviously got a lot of practicals you can use. But they do. They use the practicals really well. And um, they shoot day for night really well a lot of the time as well. But in in this crash scene, uh, one of the one of the fucking weird things that it says on IMDb in the, in the facts is that apparently the director single handedly storyboarded every shot of the film. I, that it's, that's not weird enough to deserve an IM, especially not on a low budget feature. Fuck, I storyboarded every single frame of our film, and I can't draw for shit. I think like, I think that's, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Because it be, uh, because it's because it got it's, you know, it's and it, it, it's at the point where it's, it's got a sort of cult following. And people forget that you no, know, it's not a low budget film; it's a no budget film. Yeah, and so um, and people forget that. So people then think, "Oh, well, yeah, you get a fucking you, know, you get a storyboard artist in because that one that only cost you a couple of grand." But when your budget is a couple of grand, yeah, you know, you, yeah, you do that shit. You draw it I mean, yourself. I, to be honest, I've seen um, I've seen it elsewhere whereby you don't have storyboards. Someone will go out and take fucking pictures on a phone. Yeah, they'll go out and pose it, and take, they'll take a couple of people with it. So like, you stand there, you stand there. This is the fucking shot, and they set it up and they shoot it. Mm, because at least that will probably serve me better. I'm just thinking about that. Yeah, I was just thinking, thinking what yeah. we do next. Um, but yeah, it's just because you know, much like yourself, I can't draw for shit. I love. I like to think I can. I, I used to love drawing as a kid, but it turns out my I sort of peaked when I was about eight, and that's about as you know, as far as my artistic prowess goes in, you know, in terms of drawings. So that would serve me as well. But you know, that's that's a recognised thing where you know you can't afford a storyboard artist, but you can't draw for shit, so you go out and take pictures. Much no, it's 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 a much simpler way of doing it. Um, but yeah, to say right, okay, well, yeah, that that's a that's an a, that's an uncommon thing. No, it's really fucking not in the Indies at all. No, because not... it's no. If you think we can afford to pay our cast and our crew, we can afford that. We can afford to pay for props. We might might need to rent a van, or we can spunk it all on a storyboard artist. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And and one of the other things I I genuinely believe, and look, I would love to work with a good storyboard artist. Never have because I've never worked with a single storyboard artist. Okay, but I I really cannot draw for shit. I cannot stress enough to you how much I would love to be able to sit down and work out some storyboards. But one of the things that does give you, I think, is clarity of vision. Yeah. Um, because everybody's seeing, you know, it's as direct from the director's brain as you can possibly get. And yeah. all of this was a long winded way of me getting to say to saying how well fucking executed I think this crash is for a low budget film. Yeah. Like it's really like they they really get the kind of frenetic energy and the chaos of the crash across. You know, the way the camera starts spinning, you get the quick cuts between the three characters, you know, yeah. what the fuck? And then yeah. they smash, everything spins, you get the sound effects, you get, they've sprung for fire. Um, I, how, I don't want to know how they managed to light a fire on that Matches. set, but they, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm thinking. I doubt it was controlled, but, yeah. but you there's know. There's snow around, so it'll be fine, just pack snow over it. Yeah, so I mean, I I thought like I'm already really impressed by this. Yeah. You know, I, I was impressed by the opening. I'm impressed by this scene and the way they handle the whole what the fuck. It's it is very punk rock. It's very fucking indie cinema. Yeah, um, it is. and, and I think that they've they've gone out of their way as well. Most most productions of this sort of size would go out to the way to try and make that look as fucking polished and as professional as they could, and you know, be you know, trying to get as close to the smash as they could. And this one's just going, you know what? 
we can't do it. It's not going to look right. So we'll just no, we'll do it with find the a way around it. Yeah, and I, we'll work around it, and it works really, really well. I was I, I was saying absolutely. I went into this, and I've, I've got to be honest. I went into this film thinking, "Fuck!" I saw this probably about fifteen years ago, and I haven't really thought about it since, other than thinking, "Fuck me, that was horrible." Um, yeah. Coming back to it now, uh, we've opened we've got the opening ten minutes. I'm like, "Fuck me! Why well, did I hate this?" It's, I, I thought it was fucking amazing. Um, so we get, and then we get this transformation. Obviously, Jack gets covered in the fucking mutagen or whatever it is. Yeah. And melts down into the snow. The, the melting effect on his face was, yeah, that was really, really well. Series yeah. of stop motion effects really, really well. And then, out of fucking nowhere, there's this 19 fucking 60s ranking of bass Christmas animation. Yeah. For a couple of frames. And this is one of the most disappointing things in the film for me because it started doing that. And I was like, oh, here we go. There's going to be an animated segment. And then it just, fuck, <laughs> it was basically up. to show the snow merging with his cells. I liked it. It was thematically correct but i would have yeah. liked to have seen more of that yeah. um but it, it really that really made me sit up and fucking take notice i was like, right i want more of this yeah. um so that's that's all good um then jack gets his first kill and stuff we now realize he's a snowman then we're introduced to our our lead uh to, to the sheriff and we get a bit of a flashback he's, he's having this thing in the car where he's flashing back the fact that he's put Jack Frost away yeah. and Jack Frost is going to come back and kill his whole family and stuff. He vows revenge. Um, yeah, because I mean, we've already sort of been introduced in the exposition and we from the two truck drivers. The, the we've um, had everything. Drivers, because yeah. they say, you know, how the FBI chased him across, was it 11 states or something like that? And then fucking Barney Fife caught him by getting lucky, pulling him on traffic or, or DUI, and whatever it was. We, we get that in the in the opening narration as well. We get yeah. all of that. We get So this is the third time of asking that we actually meet this fucking cop. Yeah. Um, and, and he flashes back to him actually arresting Jack Frost. Yes. Now, on, well, this is one of my logic flaws, okay? But as I say, I, I don't have many, but this is one. On what fucking grounds does the sheriff pull his gun on jack frost besides the fact he's being a bit shifty he's just well, pulled his car over for a piss well i was gonna say he pulls over and the thing that got me with it is that jack frost where if no if you do any sort of reading or research about serial killers they are generally very genial and polite because they don't want to attract attention to themselves yeah and this guy he goes from naught to 100 in about half a second you yeah. get the you get the bit. The sheriff says, "Oh, car trouble. Oh, bladder trouble. Nice, it's nice and light. It's a bit breezy. I need to see some ID." Well, what for? Because he's pissing in a bush. Okay, technically, technically public urination, so probably that's an offence. Yeah. So, but then he goes towards the car. Logic would dictate your ID is in your car. Yeah. Like so. Then, so then he pulls it No, he said, oh, "No, uh, stop where you are." I said, "Do you want me to stop?" And normally, he's like, well, do you want me to stop or do you want me to get my ID? Because my ID is in the car. But no, it's make up your goddamn mind. It's like, hang on, what the fuck did that come from? Yeah, it escalates very fucking. It quickly. escalates very quickly for both of them. And you think, well, hang on, if you're a serial killer who's killed what thirty-eight people, I think it was at this point, and you've you've just been you've just been pulled up for taking a piss in public, you're going to be going out of your way to not be memorable. You know, you, you want to get a citation, a, a $50 ticket and a couple of hours community service, service or whatever it is, and get the fuck out of there so you can go back to sticking people in the meat pies. Yeah, that's no, it. That, yeah, that, you, that's your logic. You, you, you wouldn't know. If you're determined not to get caught, arguing with the sheriff who's just pulled you over for, do, for actually commit, for observing you committing a crime you've just admitted to, you don't fucking argue, do you? No, you absolutely don't. So that, so that was all says me that, Says me the, you know, the notorious serial killer, obviously. But well, yeah. yeah, clearly. You know, I can I can murder a bowl of cocoa pops any fucking day of the week. Um, okay. brum, tsh. 
so other products are available. Yeah, I don't even fucking eat Cocoa Pops anymore. I don't know why I reached for Cocoa Pops there. It was the first <laughs> one that popped my head. I'm a crunchy nut cornflakes person or craze if it's on sale. But no way am I paying £5 for a box of cereal otherwise. I oh, thought that um, Yeah, exactly. So I'm a crunchy nut cornflakes kind of guy. I don't know why the fuck I reached for Cocoa Pops then. <laughs> I haven't eaten Cocoa Pops probably in fucking 15 years. I don't know. They, like, There's no substance to them. They're like little it's bits there. of fucking air. Yeah, same as Rice Krispies. Anyway, way off topic. Um but so, yeah, it's 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 that logic gap, though, isn't it? No, it, that that whole scene escalated out of nothing, yeah, and for I, no reason. And, and we didn't need it because we've already fucking. Yeah, we don't been... need to know how we arrest him. The no. only thing it does go is that he pulls his gun on him and he goes to shoot him and misses from like four yards. And this becomes a joke later this on. This becomes a running joke, yeah, which unfortunately never goes anywhere. It's no, the exactly. only thing that doesn't. They land everything else, but I was yeah, expecting I was say, this the only to one be. That... He misses here, and you wonder if it's a fucking warning shot or you, know, you moved or whatever, no, whatever it was. But then they double down on it later on. We say, oh no, and we'll get when we get to the scene. But the, 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 a guy, he you know, he pulls, he has his gun on outside. You no, know, when he's creeping outside his house, I could have shot you. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, I, it's. It's like, hang on. Well, okay, fine. If you're making that, but then make that a point. So when you get to the end, it pays off. Yeah, I don't know why it doesn't go anyway, but it but it no. doesn't. Um, I mean, it's it's decent character work. It's no, it's yeah, it's a nice yeah, little nice, 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 nice flaw. Nice character gives him a flaw, but that's never exploited. That's the thing. Yeah, that's um, it. So so then we you know it comes back out of the flashback, and next day meets his. We, we meet the whole family. They're in the kitchen, and they, this is the first point where it shows itself up to be a low budget production. I think you know yeah. we've had it's clearly low budget earlier, but I think they do really well. Actually, by that's got another logic gap actually as well. Just before we get to that. He's driving past, they drive past the wreckage of the accident yeah. in the car. And you know, the kid's sticking around in the back and he tells him to sit down and put your seatbelt on because there's cops around, even though he is a fucking cop. And so he stops in front of somebody in a sheriff's jacket and he says, Move along, this is federal business. He's the fucking sheriff. This dude yeah. should know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should I'm... be able to stop at a roadblock and say, Son, you work for me. Come over here. Yeah, exactly. It, this is happening on his patch. Like, yeah. yeah, good point. Hadn't even clocked that. Just watched yeah, over that. There. Maybe that's just because we'd only just been introduced to him, so I was still yeah. But again, it's, it's just that it's, it was it, it came back to me later on. So hang on a minute, because yeah. you, you see them, you see that that deputy later on as well. Yeah. So yeah, that is a bit odd. You're right. Um. So next morning we meet we meet the kid and the wife again in the kitchen. Yeah. The kid's making like this something on on the stove. We later oh, find yeah. out it's oatmeal. Yeah, we find out it's oatmeal later on. But at this point, it, it just it looks, looks like, like a big fucking. To be honest, Mess it looks food. almost like do you know when you used to make um, shredded wheat cakes with chocolate and marshmallows and shit in them, like for yeah, Easter. Yeah, that's what I thought. It, it was. looks a bit like that sort of nest material was not quite melted enough, and it's all still a bit gooey. That's what I thought it was. I thought he was making some sort of Christmas rice krispie treats or some such yeah. shit. But anyway, the kids doing that, making a big old fucking mess, and this is where it shows itself up. I think as being low budget. You know, earlier on I was saying how well they handled everything with the effects and how they're thinking around the problems. Yeah. Whereas here. There is every possible camera movement in the space of a scene. <laughs> we get pans, zooms, anything that isn't expensive, you know, like we don't yeah. get any tracks or dollies, but anything you can do by locking a camera off on a tripod and just moving the head. Yeah. We're going to get just, just to put some movement into the scene. Now, later on, you know, early on, they were confident with that stuff. We didn't have any Iranian camera movement. It was all about the thought of sort of getting the energy of the scene over. And later on, we get that as well. Yeah. But there's this, like I said, it's almost like a film of two halves. And there's this weird bit here where they're just going, just move the camera as much as possible. It'll look expensive. Yeah. Um, no need to. It's well Yeah, it, look, it looks like we're on a set. It looks like, like we've got room for a track and a dolly and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. It, it just looks like, we, it looks like we've, we've spent a bit of dosh on it. 
Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so there's that about it. Then there's this whole scene in the kitchen, which is nice. We get another family. The kids cooking this oatmeal and they make a big fucking thing of it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we making a big thing of the oatmeal, right? Well, you look at it and you're thinking, you're always looking for shit. No, it's it's, it's a trope now. You're always going, aren't you? You're always looking yeah, for yeah. the thing that's going to And you're thinking, okay, that's fucking oatmeal. Or that's no, he's made him food. That's going to pay off. And then again, in a couple of scenes time, they double down on that. Well, this is the thing, because at this point, I'm just like, oh, it's just a character thing for the kid. Cause yeah, the, the kid's what... making him breakfast. So I, I, when I first, when, you know, first watched through now as this was, it's just washing over me. Other than me looking at it thinking that's gross. And yeah. why the fuck is the kid could be doing anything? Why is he doing that? Yeah, he could have been playing fucking you know, computer games or anything. You know, right? yeah. Anything. But anyway, he does that and he puts it very specifically into a fucking sandwich bag. And I'm like, yeah. this is all we're reaching for something here. I don't know what's going on. But yeah. anyway. Uh, that that all happens, uh, washes over me a little bit. Now, then we go down to the, the main town, to the town square. Yeah. You want to talk logic gaps? Where's all the fucking snow gone all of a sudden? Well, they're making snowmen out of there. It, but the, the road is fucking clear. There's not a, like there's one very specific patch of snow, which you see in the wide shot that they're building yeah. the snowman on. I mean, which I think what they, they seem kind to have of shipped reaching... in. Yeah, they're kind of reaching for the idea. I mean, if, especially if you... I mean, I'm not sure where this is set. I'm not sure where Snow, uh, Snowmonton is supposed set to be. Set in Snowmonton. But I'm not sure what state that's supposed to be in. I mean, I kind of pick... I'm looking at some of the some of the houses, but I'm kind of picturing it sort of New England sort of area. Um, I don't know. It's just Snowmonton County. That's but, what I know. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, okay, you you would have snow there. And, okay, they, they do plough their roads a fuckload better than we do over here. So they, 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 they do keep their roads open. So, no, it's, it's, it's kind yeah. of thing. But... Generally, it's in a like four-foot fucking heaps on the side of the road because they so they've ploughed it and shoveled no, and just moved it all to the side so the so the vehicles can pass. They don't give a fuck where it goes. No. So there are there are always big fucking piles of it. Now, yes, okay, there are about what ten fucking snowmen built on the side of the road for this competition they have every year. But you're right, there's not nowhere near enough fucking snow there to no to have uh, to have done that. No, but the problem is that the snow appears and reappears. Random, seemingly, throughout the story. Yeah. Um, but anyway, whatever. I'll put it to one side. Yeah. Um, we get, it's not we get the end this, of the world. No, we get, we get, we get this, the snow when we need it. The snow when we need it. Yeah. Then we get this great little scene where we're introduced to all of the, the key cast. Yeah. Um, everybody gets a couple of lines. We get the characters within those few lines. Really, really smart writing. We understand who all these characters are. Yeah. They, we haven't set up um, sort of the interpersonal relationships with the other characters too much yet, apart from Shannon Elizabeth's character and the the dude that we get their relationship yeah. um set up oh, early yeah. on um yeah uh, but but the rest of them you know we'll we'll come to find out that they've all got their own little you know small town problems with each other and 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 yeah. that's all it's like the characters are great they, they really are great um and then we get our first fucking crime scene essentially the sheriff gets called away rapidly well, yeah, I, I, well, he, goes, he goes to the office. He goes first, to the office, he? and again, this is where we double down on the um, on the food because he goes yeah, to check he it out. The oatmeal, yeah, and then he and then puts and it he in fit, the car, and then you get the little no, the little voice of the kid going, "I made this specially for you," and he gets these. Oh fuck's sake! Now again, well, that was that was one of those moments where you go in like it. It definitely scans that he's about to throw it in the bin, and then goes, "Oh no, the boy made that and puts it back in the car." Yeah, and I, that would have washed over me. And, and as it is, don't you both, this, this fucking, this trope absolutely worked on me when we got to the end, okay? Because I had forgotten about the fucking oatmeal. Yeah. Um, but it feels like they properly drove it home with that line from the kid. It's like, this oatmeal is going to be important. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, and the thing is, I mean, I've got to be funny. You've, you've spent years in the fucking car working, the same as I have. 
You don't leave your, you know, when you go to the office, you don't leave your fucking lunch on the passenger seat. No, you absolutely don't. You take no. it in and stick it in the fridge. Yep, you definitely do. Um, but nevertheless, it's yeah. great. Again, the oatmeal, there's something weird with the oatmeal, but then he goes into the office. Um, we yeah. meet the app, as far as I'm concerned, the absolute scene stealer with, yes. with this fucking Father. film. She is fucking incredible in every scene she's in. Yes. Absolutely superb. Um, just, and again, like she's good when she's when she's speaking but most of the time it is her reactions yeah she is absolutely fucking amazing and this this scene our first introduction with no exception yes. where he goes in and he goes oh what you're not talking to me what's the matter has there been a murder and she just Some, somebody died yeah, yeah someone, someone died, died. <laughs> yeah it's like shit <laughs> fucking great so he goes to investigate the the crime scene and we get this kind of this first talk through what's happening and there are several points in this film where I swear to God, uh, and I mean this is the highest compliment, right? Because it's almost like it's come out of our fucking brains or something. I can I can literally see us doing this. And this fucking chairs rocking back and forth. And for about the first 10 seconds of this scene, I'm going, why the fuck is the chair rocking back and forth? And then they say, take your foot off the chair. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> like I, was, I wrote them up i started writing them up in my notes i was like hang on how's the chair rocking and yeah. then they literally say out loud so I wrote, okay shut my mouth mom yeah. like <laughs> they played to them like that was funny i found that really really funny that was a nice little meta gag that they just threw in there and they knew full well what they were doing they must yeah. have That's it. It i mean that that particular scene that like again there's some nice character work there's some like history in there where they're talking about the old you know, i can't remember what his name was but it was you no know, his orchard. They always can steal steal apples apples from as a kid, and then so we get all this. And now they're also reminiscing about the fact that you know, the old man, whatever his name was, and then when the sheriff goes off to say he's got he's got to check something, yeah. But rather than no, rather than doing the jobs he's given that, that he's given, them, they go, I want some fucking apples, and he goes off into the orchards. Yeah. Again, it's just that stu- it's just stupid and banal and really fucking funny. Yeah, it is like the, just the small town banality of it really comes across. Yeah. Um, Again, we we, uh, we get told again that the town is Snowmanton County, just in case we forgot. We have to yeah. absolutely understand that this is Snowmanton County, because of course it is. Um, then we get like the, the lowdown from the doctor. We get the autopsy. Um, and this is this is really the first point, because as I say, a lot of these things haven't paid off yet. You know, things yeah. like the, the oatmeal and stuff like that. And OK, we're getting that, you know, we're being introduced to these characters. And you can see that actually, you know, there's there's some skill at work here. But this is the first point in this autopsy where you actually go, hang on, hang on. Somebody's really fucking thought about this. They take yeah. this really seriously because, you know, you could easily have gone cause of death unknown or frozen solid or frozen with yeah. fear or what. And like totally in a film like this, you well, would accept that. You, yeah, you take it. But no, we get a full on autopsy report. And look, I'm fuck knows if the science is accurate. It's probably not. But we get, a f- but it sounds it works. impressive. I don't care. It works. Somebody's really fucking thought about it. Um, and <laughs> so, so that's all. That's all good. And that's the first point where you think, hang on, yeah, somebody's taking this seriously. Um, then we go to the police station and we get scene stealer number two, who I spotted precisely twice in this film. But I reckon if I go back and watch it again, he's in, he's in even more scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite performance of the whole film, and I'm going to salute him right now, Orange Hat Guy is amazing <laughs> he's absolutely you see him walk past a shot later on as well yeah. but in the police station there's like this sort of angry mob of a few people that they could they could wrestle up and you've just got this one guy in like an orange deer stalker yeah just staring 
at, at, at the, just literally just staring at the map. And then when the sheriff starts sort of breaking down what's happening, he kind of gets out a little notepad and starts making it. <laughs> like, this is another one of those situations where it's like, whoever this guy is, and he's probably one of the cast or crew, I don't know, but whoever this guy is, he's really thought about his character. Like, he's really... <laughs> this. This guy really wants to catch the fucking serial killer. Like yeah, he's he wants to know what's little... going on. Yeah, he's like he really cares. Into this. He's really into this. He doesn't get any lines, but he's really into his character. Um, he's fucking and of course he's wearing a bright orange hat, so he looks like a complete and utter dick. Um, he's great. He's absolutely great. Um, then we get our first kind of proper look at Jack Frost, like yeah. Jack Frost the Snowman. Um, now. Bone to pick number one properly with this film. This snowman looks nothing like the snowman on the poster. Well, no, this DVD was all, this was always my real my real gripe with it because on the, the I mean you'll see it on the on the artwork for this and for the sake of the video I'll probably stick up on screen here as well. But you get this sort of demonic fucking snowman with big green eyes and not really sort of inset with fucking dark skin and jagged teeth, almost like fucking no fucking um like fucking fangs and shit. None of that. It just looks like fucking frosty. Now. It actually looks I, like the dude on your jumper. Yes, it does. It, it, it looks like this guy. Yeah. Um, now, even with a jaunty scarf. I think I prefer that. Okay, I, yeah. I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for that. I think the fact that because the, the it's fucking really bad computer rendered yeah. snowman on the cover of the DVD as well. He looks fucking terrible, and this snowman looks I think better. He's way goofier as well, which makes it funnier. Like he looks like your jolly happy soul. Like he's a yeah he's a proper snowman. So it's it's funnier. That he's like this. But yeah, I was, was going to say it, up, it, I was just it like, works. It works better because you know you're expecting from the poster. You're expecting the fucking you know, psycho um, snowman. Yeah, and you don't get it. They don't deliver on that, and you think, oh, hang on, why that doesn't look right? But actually, when you go through, thing, I if that thing started strangling people, I'd be far more scared than the one in the poster. Yeah, because the one in the poster, also, you expect it. Yeah, and you see the one in the poster, you think. Fuck me. Even as just an inanimate snowman, you're like, fucking hell, I'm giving that a wide berth. Yeah. You see this one, and he looks approachable, just like the kid does approach him. Yeah. So the kid's sort of playing with him, and then, then the bullies come along and tell him he's on the fucking black ice sled run, even though it's his fucking front porch. Yeah, it's his fucking driveway. Right. Uh, and the sheriff's driveway, mind you, as well. Um, but so again, the, that goes. That mean, that just goes to show how little the sheriff is thought of in the town, doesn't that? Oh, sorry, yeah, the town. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that. Yeah, no, that, even that, even the kids tracks. don't give a fuck, and that that doubles that pays off later on with um, Shannon Elizabeth as well. Yep, yep, that tracks. I guess. Um, so, and then there's this fucking well, what would appear to be uh, a murder, but it's a fucking accident. It, right. This is the thing. Okay, okay. So it is technically a murder because the snowman. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they have the argument. Um, Billy knocks the head off the snowman. Yeah, and then. Snowman trips him up or pushes him. He falls on, falls on his ass, and then one of his mates hits him with a sled. Hits him that, with a sled. That is what is called a racing accident. No, exactly. So, so then when we get to the next scene, and Billy's dad is laying into the sheriff, um, and he, he's saying, you know, your kid's a murderer and stuff like that, which is way out of order. But okay, he's just lost his son, so you'll yeah. go with it. But in what fucking possible world is? the son even a culprit like how how is that how is he even fucking a suspect it's, again it's like okay again it, it's there may have been freak. a fight there may have been a fight and he may have shoved him yeah it's a fucking accident that he didn't, it know, is he didn't know the sled freak. was coming yeah and he certainly didn't know fucking billy's head was going to come off that's it. it you know even if he did push billy like it was a freak fucking sled accident even if ryan pushed him under the sled 
yeah or, or in front of the sled like nobody could have foreseen what no. actually happened not even jack frost knew that was good no it, i mean for the most part jack frost is an uh, certainly in the first half of them he's an instrument of chaos yeah he's not there murdering people he is there to fuck shit up Yes, exactly. Now that I have a big problem with that, which we'll talk about when we, when we get onto it later on. But yeah, he's just fucking shit up. He's got yeah. gremlins at this point. Yeah, and then but the thing that bugged me with it, apart from the fact that you said that it, that's not fucking murder, is that rather than saying, "Look, no, will no, yes, okay," no, what I can't remember the line was. He said, "I have to believe my son." Well, no, you don't, because your son no. could be a fucking sociopath. However, let's go with the balance of probability. You've got the snowman pushes, no, the snowman shoves him in front onto the ground just as the sled's going to hit him. That's premeditated and really fucking unlikely. What's more likely is your, let's, let's face it, your fairly reclusive, fairly tender, fairly affectionate, fairly socially outcasted, awkward son got into a fight with some bullies, stood his ground and shoved one out of the way. And it just so happened that Dickhead's mate was coming by on a sled at the same time and took his head off. That is far more likely than the snowman did it or the, the effeminate kid did it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a fucking accident. It's a free to everybody, to everybody who didn't see the snowman do it. It's an accident. Yep, I would agree. But that's not what's happening here. Apparently, the sheriff's son is a murderer. Uh, and it sets up some conflict with um, Billy's dad yeah. as well. So it's a freak accident anyway. Um, then if we get some more of the backstory with the sheriff and Jack Frost, like because... I don't know why all of a sudden he's thinking about Jack Frost again, but he goes, uh, it's just because there's been a murder probably, but he goes inside, pulls out his little souvenir box, yeah. and he's got these, you know, like the weird serial killer letters from Jack yeah, Frost, where he's cut letters out of magazines. I'll, I'll find a way in. Yeah. Now, bearing in mind that he knows exactly who Jack Frost is because he arrested him, what is the point in going to all of the effort to cut the letters out of the magazines? Like, it's not like you need to do a forensic analysis of his handwriting to work out who he is. Well, they, but he I'd knows imagine... who he is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's just a nice trope, isn't it? Well, it's exactly that, isn't it? It's, so we all know it's a serial killer letter. But I, I was just looking at it thinking, that, that's a bit yeah. much. We don't need that. Yeah, he's already threatened you with those words. And you know yeah. exactly who he fucking is. There's no point to it whatsoever. No. Uh, then we go and spend some time with Billy's uh, mother and father. Yes. Um, Billy's dad is playing this really fucking well, I think. Like, I, I think he's fucking excellent. Like, the scene in the house where he's just, like, he's up and down like a yo-yo. He's all yeah. over the fucking shop. Um, and, it, and he would be. He's just lost his son. He doesn't know how to feel, doesn't know how to act, doesn't want to talk to any, doesn't want yeah, he's anybody angry. telling him. What he's, yeah, and he's and he's all over the shop, and he's angry at everything. Yeah. And I, I I think his performance is fucking astounding. For, yeah. for the film that this is, I'm like... But then there are other instances with him, like earlier on with the sheriff, and like when he goes outside in a minute, where you're just like, "Hang on, he's fucking terrible." So yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but he's he's excellent in this scene. Yeah, and I um, think it's like you said earlier. I mean, it, it does it does feel like a film of two halves, and you get you kind of get the impression that where some of it is numb, some of it they've spent a lot of time on, some 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 people they've spent a lot of time with. So no, as a director working, at, this is what we're doing, this is what we're going for, and I mean, if no. The, the, as the guy said, no, he he's, he's directing it because they couldn't afford to direct it. And I think this is one of his earlier efforts. So he's probably putting a lot more effort in than a lot yeah. of directors would doing something like this. Because a lot of directors would be going, "Fuck it, I'm getting paid." Yeah, Whereas, I no, mean, he, he, it's a pro No, this is his project, so he's going to believe in it. I, yeah, I, I think you know this first half sort of feels. It's got a little bit of like Jaws or Gremlins about it, where it's yeah. a little bit of this kind of small town chaos, and it's more about the stories it's of the a people. Character. Yeah. 
um, which which is great. I, I I enjoy both halves, but they're different things. Yes, and it doesn't really feel like the snowman fits particularly well in this half. Even though yeah, there's got to be some sort of monster, you know, because then. But there's not we... that much of it, to be honest. I mean, again, no. it's 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 more of the tell don't show at this point, isn't it? Is that we well, we know, we're finding out about Jack Frost, but we're not seeing it. And... Now, now this is yeah this this is the thing, is there's the, they they kind of seem like they want to sort of pull the toffee a little bit in this yeah. in this first half. They're, they're like let's let's stretch him out, but they show they've already shown him to us in this in the sled accident, yeah. and they show him to us here as well. So if you want to do that. Let's just and it, it, look. It's, it's cheaper as well. Let's see his shadow. Let's see his yeah. top hat. Like I yeah, like put a top they, hat they on him. They do bits know? of that, don't they? Because I mean, you get so in the in the scene with the sled, where no, with the argument and where where Billy dies, you don't see him move as such. You see a no, you see a, no. a, a, tw- a, a twitch. You don't see a full movement. You don't see a full body. And then you do get bits where he's um, later on, where he's outside the sheriff's house, where they use the shadow really well. Yeah, and stand uh, and they use the, point, the, the POV all... cam and shit. That's really good. Yeah. But at this point, you've already seen him. Yeah, exactly. All his yeah, glory. They, yeah, and, and they should have saved that back because I feel like when we do... Like, this is the first proper, proper reveal of him here yeah. with this kill. Um, but they don't animate him at all. No. So it's like, I, you know, even... I, and I appreciate you want to be cheap, but even if you'd have just done some stop motion or something and moved the facial features around... Yeah. Like, because he's talking... And, it, yeah, his quips are awful, but... You know, and again, he shot pretty well. But if you're going to go for this, then go for it. Yeah. Um, now, latter half of the film, they absolutely do. They 100% lean into the fact that this is an animated, talking, quipping snowman. No, I'm wondering. Part of me wonders if they did that because they sort of said, look, this is the budget we've got. It's going to cost us this much to do these sequences we need to do. Yeah. Have we got any left to do anything earlier on? And the answer well, is probably not. This, yeah, this is what I'm, I'm saying about it. You know, when he, when it, it was later revealed to me that they went back for reshoots, whether somebody actually went, oh, well, maybe we can do a bit more here and a bit more there. And actually, now we know how to animate the snowman. Yeah. Um. But it, but regardless, I think all like they just show him to us too early here. They, like they want to stretch it out. Yeah. But and, and they and they do all the ingredients are there for them to stretch it out, but they don't. They just blow their load too early. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 that's shame. Um, the snow is all back again. Like there's snow everywhere. This randomly yep. appearing, disappearing snow. Um, so that's a bit weird. Um, but yeah, it's just a shame that we see the snowman really. Um, and then again, they they call me out on shit immediately because he he goes into the house mm-hmm. and he kind of appears behind. And then this kills great. This scene is all really good. It's just that we've we've seen him. So he he sort of randomly. Kind yeah, of gets in the armchair, and, doesn't and he? He behind the armchair. And I've written, like, how the fuck does a giant fucking snowman move stealthily? Yeah. Like, he's, he's massive. He's got no legs. Like, how does he... And then immediately we see him melt and reform. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course he fucking does. All yeah, right. Why not? You got me. I'll go with it. That's fine. Yeah. Of course he fucking melts. And yeah, that's fine. So, again, they, they like, one step ahead of me. It's like, it's like the director's there going, yeah, people are going to question this. So, yeah. here's the answer. It's um, almost like he travelled in time 20, 20, 23 years forward, listened amazing, to this and went, oh, when, I better go fix that. Yeah, fucking Chris, I'll show him. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and actually, like, in this second kill then, where he's inside, they do make some attempt to animate his features as well, but it's yeah. just the mouth. Yes. Um, that's better. But again, because we've seen him fully and he yeah. hasn't been animated now i'm going well hang on this should have been the other way around we yeah. just see his mouth just let's just see 
snippets of him. But and the thing is, that the two kills as well. I mean, the two kills are done for effect. Obviously, they're done for comic effect. So the first one, he shoves the hatchet hand, uh, handle first or shaft first down the guy's throat. Yeah. So I mean, that's I mean, because you you uh, again the way it's animated, you see it. You know, you see an arm, don't you? So no, you yes, see, you see the hatchet getting getting swung by. I think his name was Jake, and then. All of a sudden, you see it stopping, and then it's you know, pulled the other way. And so you see it swung, and you assume he's, he's going to you know, cleave his head with it. But actually, then he falls to the ground, and he's a fucking hatchet sticking out of his gullet. Fucking fantastic. Really, you no, know, it's inventive. It's funny because, you know, obviously, you know, making him deep throat his own axe rather than splitting his head with it. It's funnier. I yeah. get that. So that was great. And then you go inside, and you get this whole thing of the appearing and the disappearing and reappearing. That's all brilliant. That's really good. It's, good re- it's really atmospheric. I think the pacing is slightly off. I think it's slightly too quick. It is. Um, it's some. It's 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 the edits as well when he actually yeah. comes to start wrapping around. Yeah, the, the, um, the, like the tension's not. The tension isn't there. No, um, no. But then you get the thing where, and it it made me laugh because it's so fucking stupid. But normally you see it in films whereby people are trying to drown people in toilets and sinks and shit where they hold their head. No, they're shoving them and holding their heads in, and he just shoves her into this box of baubles, just grinding her face in. Yeah. And that was just like, what the fuck is he doing? And he pulls her out. There's just bits of fucking glitter and that sticking off her face. I was like. It's great. It's a fucking great scene, as you say. It's slightly really... mishandled on the pacing, but and, yeah. and also but... then we get to the end, and his pun game is fucking awful. I can't remember what the pun was there. He just he, says, um... "Remember to wrap up warm." Honestly, yeah, because he, he strangles it. He, he strangles it, but it's like, come on, where are the snow puns? I mean, it's a fucking given, isn't it? Well, I mean, like the thing is that there, there are better puns later on. Oh, um, much better! Like, and there are better they, one-liners that aren't puns as well. They, they they totally fix this later on, but I feel like right here and now, yeah, they're not, each, they're each not, kill deserves a solid pun. Yeah, and, and they're not leaning into this material in the way that they should be. I feel like they're holding back at the moment. It's it's, it's almost as though they're sort of they're still trying to take they're still trying to take it as a serious yes, product. Exactly. They, they, and they, like, at some point, they kind of go, "Oh, you know what? Fuck this. Just have fun." And that Just is the play absolute key look if you're going to make a film about a murderous fucking talking snowman then you just have to give it everything you've got and you can still make a really good and this is a really good well-structured narrative you can still do that yeah but you have to 100 percent lean into the fact that your film is about a murderous talking yeah. snowman and, and not is, pretend this... that it's jaws yeah, as right. as you can do it. You can do it in one of two ways. You can either no, you can either lean into the silly, the slapstick, the punning, and all the rest, of it, and that's fine. And that's no, that's what we get in the second half of this one, which is really good. Or you can lean into this you know, paranormal, fucking yeah, either way, really it's scary fine. shit. Yeah, you can't you can't switch from one to the other halfway through the film. No, no, I, it, it, like at this point, I, and we've we've talked about one of them on the, on on the show anyway. But there were two things that immediately sprung to mind me. One being Krampus. Yeah. Because of course Christmas and and yeah. that absolutely does immediately lean in its and, and if anybody hasn't seen Krampus absolutely go and see it it's yeah. it's incredible uh, that absolutely leans into its material straight away yeah and the other one you know not Christmassy but the, probably the most um well, absolutely the best film of this type and 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 the most sort of apt one to compare it to would be Killer Clowns yeah. where immediately it's just like yes this is absolutely fucking ludicrous. Yes. No, we don't care, and so here yeah, is you're going to you're going to get a film everything. about killer clowns. You you wanted get... killer clowns. Here's killer clowns with their candy floss guns and everything. Yeah. Like here this it is. is. The, this is the most killer clowns film we can make. Same as this is the, the the most murderous snowman film we can make. It absolutely is by the end, but at this point we're like, it's not the most murderous snowman though, is it? It's like no, you, you're not, not at this point. You're not going for this yet. Um, well, yeah, so, I mean, again, considering the, who no, who the snowman is the reincarnation of, or no, yes. the embodiment of, 
you know, this guy killed 38 people and put them into pies. Yeah. You know, this this is a real... No. So the fact you've got these really sort of shocky comedy deaths, but no shoving that, no shoving the axe hat, no handle first down the guy's throat, or wrapping her up, no strangling him with Christmas lights and wrapping her up and making puns. That's not who you know. They tried to sell him as that in the in the van, but he wasn't that. No. So it's, yeah, there's just this weird disconnect, and I'm still, like I said, I'm still enjoying the hell out of this, and it's yeah. still way better. I'm way more technically sound at this point than I ever thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, hang on, you're going the wrong way. And and this is where I'm starting to worry that actually, you know, this is going to be one of those episodes where we absolutely rip into something. Because as much as I'm enjoying it and think it's okay, I'm like, look, you're you're inviting yourself for criticism here. Whereas by the end, they, they're completely bulletproof as far as I'm concerned. But they're inviting criticism here because they're, yeah, they're the, technically the, the, sound and they're the trying to go 30, for something. 30, 35 minutes. Yep. So, so there's that, um, and then we get back to town, and there's a priest, which is yeah. fantastic because there should always be a priest. So I'm, I'm very happy to see the priest. Um, and then said no Catholic altar boy ever. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I feel like when you're going to get to the finale, and there's going to be a demonic fucking snowman. Oh yeah, need a priest. Like you, you just you, Although, just, you have the to. Pre- the priest's actions, and, like his physical movements in the last shot. Let's, we'll cover that when we get there. We'll cover, yeah, when we get there, yeah. Um, I'm glad I oh, was. Spo- spoilers, one. the priest survives. Yeah, he's got to. He's the priest. He's got to at least... He doesn't have to survive all the way to the end, but he's at least got to get to the final battle so that he yeah, can he like, bless something or sacrifice himself or whatever. Yeah. That is the role of the priest. But yeah, he survives all the way through. Um, now, I burst out laughing at this point. Um, the sheriff goes in to deliver a fucking speech to the town folk uh, to rally them all up and tell them what's gone on. Uh, before um, we get to that, before we get to that, so he he meets the FBI agent, doesn't he, in the yes, office? Yes, he does. Yeah. We get that, and he takes them out to Jake and Sally's house, and he makes a point of no, they they're not murder victims, they're Jake and Sally because it's a yeah. small town. And there's a line in here which really fucking stuck in my throat. Oh, go for it then. And I'll t- and we'll come on to why when we get to the bathtub scene. But they're t- they're in the house and they're looking at the murder victims and they're talk and you've got the scientist talking about this you know, the the fact that he can you know, they they've now tweaked that he can materialize in and out of liquid and all the rest of it, and it's oh my god poor poor Jill she's how is she going to deal with this she's just turned eighteen that oh. is important yeah that's very important now I did I'll I'll be honest um I'd forgotten about that line and I didn't write it down yeah. but that keep an did, eye out for that later yeah no that did stick with me as well the fact that they specifically mentioned her age because. We have already seen her sort of come on to uh, the the guy when he was building the snowman. Probably. So she's she's clearly there as a kind of sex pot, yes. uh, and it's Shannon Elizabeth. So you know, but but yeah, I found it. It was very specifically like there was no need for that dialogue at all. It was no. very expository. It was like she is eighteen. Yeah, uh, she's oh, just hey. turned eighteen. She is she is barely legal. Wonder where yes. we're going with this. Yes. Um. So. Yeah, there, there was that about it, uh, and so, yeah, yeah, so it, that really that really bugged me. Yeah, fine, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, when we get to that to that scene, well, I'll know. That's what I'll tell you why. It bugged me. It's fine. Uh, so, so then he goes to address the townsfolk. Now, this is you know, there's been at this point three deaths in the last twenty four hours. Yeah, uh, less than twenty four hours, probably more like about five or six hours, really, because the father goes straight home, right? So there's been three deaths. This well, is small... this is the following morning, isn't it? Because they okay, so yeah, it's about morning, twenty-four then. hours. Because they found they found old man Withers, wherever his fucking name was, yeah. um, dead in, dead on his porch. 
than they had that day. Four fucking deaths. Four, the kids. four deaths. Right. So that that's where I didn't get that's where I was confused with the Trevor. Right. So there's been four deaths in twenty four hours. Okay. This is a small town. Everyone knows everybody. Yeah. Odds are at this point, either they've got a madman on the loose or one of them is a killer. Yeah. Now right? let's be fair, what are the odds that a second serial killer will be loose in their fucking town? Yeah. Slim, right? When they when they haven't found the body of the first one who first supposedly one. died in a crash. Right, right. So so he goes in to address him. Is the right approach here, honestly, applause? Because <laughs> Yeah, you go you go, Sam, you tell him. I burst out fucking laughing. He walks on stage and they applaud him. And I'm like, hang on a minute. Shouldn't the well, cause I, I, I thought because he comes he comes onto the stage um and there's the poster for the um the snowman building competition. Yeah. And I'm wondering whether they're just gonna forgo all the murders <laughs> and shit. He's gonna start judging the snowman competition. <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then they go outside, and Jack's just there, and he's like, "That's the best snowman." And he goes to pin a like a rosette on him, and gets a fucking carrot through the eye or something. Yeah, there's a missed opportunity. Uh, that's the right. I, there's another missed opportunity later on as well, but there's a missed yeah. opportunity there for why didn't they put him in the snowman competition? Well, yeah, gone. What's the point? Damn right? it! Even before that, so um, when when they they're doing they're building all the snowmen at the start and you get you know you get the joke about what's the difference between snowmen and snow women and the he sticks snowballs. On snowballs. You get that, right. And um I think it's Jake, isn't it? He has his under a sheet. Yeah. Isn't it more likely to fucking melt under there? Yeah, it probably is because you're insulating it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what is the point? Like, everybody else is covering theirs uh, as is theirs are out in the open. Who gives a fuck? It's not that important. No. Not really, no. Um in the grand scheme of things, it's small, really fucking not. But you know. small town, small town. Nah, so yeah, small town gathers them all there, and then he imposes a twenty-four hour curfew on them, uh, which he won't arrest anybody. It's not compulsory. Yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm but not he would really, It's not worth my time. But he but would I'd, really, I'd really it. like you to stay indoors if you could. But that then, all yeah. sounds very fucking familiar <laughs> to me right now. <laughs> but that's I mean, very topical. It is, but I mean, again, it, it has that sort of small town feel to it. And look, look, you, you know, I'm not going to arrest you. Just don't fuck about. All right, we got a, a problem. Dick. Let's just just sort it out. Don't be a dick. We'll get through this, and we'll all go back to fucking drinking moonshine and sucking each other off or whatever it is. Let's just no, just fucking get through it. I, I wish, I wish everybody else in the real world was that amenable to like <laughs> well, just, yeah, fucking, that's it, just fucking behave, will you? You yeah, fucking just, stay, just stay inside. Just yeah, just I'm not asking for much. Just fucking don't go any fucking where. Stay the fucking doors, you assholes. Anyway, anyway, let's not caught, let's not go on that rabbit hole. But it just uh, yeah, that bit jumped out with me a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, and then so so we get another scene with the agents then, don't we? Yeah. Um, and and the agent punches just flat out punches this guy out. Like he's starting to panic because the old man's seen the fucking snowman. Uh, well, yeah, the the, the guy that comes that. around he, with all the bits and pieces. I don't he, think well, he's seen that. I think he saw um, Sally's dead body, didn't he, with all the fucking lights and everything and the the, the baubles in her face. I, I can't remember if he'd seen the snowman or not. He starts he starts ranting and raving about how it's the snowman. He, he oh, never... I couldn't remember him. I, yeah, I was, yeah. Was... yeah, and then and then he. Just, it's, so yeah, he just punches him out. It's like, that's, him. that's a bit fucking extreme, isn't it? Um, that's assault. Pretty sure it is. Yeah. Um, Even in America. Yeah, uh, but the, but then again, talking about the secretary scene stealing again. They, like the the agent fucks off. The, the sheriff sort of sends then one of his officers to go and check out what's happening, and the secretary's just stood in front of him. And as he's walking off, she just looks straight up at him because she's so tiny. 
Yeah. And it's just, it's so fucking hilarious. Like, she is so spatially aware, and her physical comedy is so good. Yeah. Um, she's just excellent. Really, really good character work from her. Just like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just this tiny little yeah. small town set. And the thing is, like, you, you've, you've had her that. as well. Like, we had her earlier on, um, like, blow drying her hair and shit. Yeah. And she, she, it's just like, no, her, her timing and her presence is brilliant because you don't expect it. Fucking excellent. And you say, expect her to be one of those annoying characters um, who is played for laughs. That's where I thought we were going with her. And she's not at all, is she? No. I mean, I thought we were talking about Happy Time Murders last time out. And I, we, we talked about Maya Rudolph's character. Um, Bubbles. And that was written in a very specific way to get those laughs until, you, until midway through the second act when all of a sudden they started giving her something to do. But I thought we were going to get that sort of thing whereby it's just like, oh, she's there to be fucking stupid. She's there to be laughed at. Yeah. And she is, but for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. Yes. Yeah, definitely. She's, she's fucking superb. Um, so then the officer goes to, I, I can't remember where he's going. He gets dispatched somewhere. He goes um, off to um, the, the, the guy who just got punched. He goes out to his place to see what's going on. That's right. Uh, but Jack's in the middle of the road. Now, yes. couldn't he have just driven around him? He's only a fucking snowman. Well, no, because there was too much snow on the side of the road where the plough had actually fucking been. Oh, okay. Well, I missed that then because I just yeah, thought, why the fuck there, there, there was snow either side and there was like a road sign, so there wasn't any room for him to pull around. Oh, okay. Well, I, I fucking missed that completely. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so then he gets out, he gets his shovel out of the boot, and by the time he's got his shovel out of the boot, Jack's gone. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, completely. Uh, and then, that's not fucking weird at all. No, then ends up killing him and stealing the car. Um, yeah. Now, we've already established from the guy in the truck, he hasn't got any legs. No, and also he can melt and reform at will. Why the fuck does he need a car? Like, yeah. he hasn't got well, no, he's like, got to travel distance. Like, they, like, you're quite right. He's got no legs, so he can't put his foot in the pedal. He doesn't have opposable thumbs, so he can't actually grip the wheel. Like, he... To be fair, I don't, I don't grip the wheel. I just have to hold my fingers against it. And, uh... But he's snow. He would just, the wheel would go through him. I, I, well, fuck, uh... I, fuck it. I, whatever. Yeah. That's, Fuck that's it. Not, that's not, at, at this point, it, it, it's, a, it's a magic snowman monster. Yeah, but he gives him this fucking scary look as he walks past out yeah. of the window. He's fucking hilarious. He just gives this scary look to camera. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we wrecked the, the sheriff's house. Shannon Elizabeth and her paramour are at the, yeah. the sheriff's house. And the fucking lighting outside is stunning the way they yeah. built the house up behind him it's really really good yeah i mean again before that we get the scene in the house with the sheriff's wife and we get you know, the shadow outside oh the we I get saw... the scary leak so, yeah so i thought i saw really about, about the um the, the the shadows in the window and stuff this is the yeah. scene i was on about that's really good you get the scary leak coming out and you, you know you, when she opens the cupboard you expect to be fucking lunged at yeah. all of this stuff and then you, and somebody comes up behind her and all of this stuff is really fucking good it's really building the tension it's really good you get the nice sort of comic scene between her and the deputy, who's not the one who just got fucking murdered out in the sticks, whatever. So we get all of that. That's really good. That's really nice. It's a really nice scene. And then we get them. We, we watch them, presumably from Jack's POV, getting in the car. That then, scene, the deputy in that scene is brilliant as he's walking to the car, explaining exactly what she needs to do to take care of the leak and how she needs to do it. And then she just gets in and shuts the door to drone him out. So he stops yeah. talking, walks then, around the car, opens the door, and, and he on. hasn't missed a beat. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah, and, and we get the POV of Jack. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then and we, that's and right. And then we pan across. See, um, Jill and Tommy hiding behind a tree. Yeah. Um, to go into... Now, one thing I don't get right. Probably I, the same thing as me, and I was hoping you'd tell me because maybe I missed it. <laughs> right. But maybe you missed it as well. Then go on. So the the whole point of this is that they break into the sheriff's house to fuck. 
Right. Is that it? Is that yeah. the only... Because why? I... Why? Why? Yeah. I, I thought maybe they were in there for some sort of reason, but well, I couldn't according remember what to that the wiki was. Page, and also, you, you take wiki pages as you kind of get them, but according to the wiki page, it's as revenge for her family's deaths. How does that get you revenge? Murdering them all in their sleep. That's revenge. Yeah, I don't understand. Sucking in their bed? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The reason they're in the sheriff's house is because they can't afford another set. Well, but, yeah. you know, they could have done it in a car. They could have done it outdoors. But then that wouldn't allow us to get fucking scenes that we get. I, what now, my favourite in... fucking line in the entire film is in, in this bit. Go for it. So where um so she's she goes she says oh if you want me no it'll cost you a bubble bath and whatever else so she fucks off wine upstairs. she wants wine yeah, yeah. so she fuck, fucks upstairs and he's there pottering around the kitchen and we hear the noise outside so he's he opens the door and says sheriff is that you I'm really sorry all the rest of it fucking Jack Burson who the fuck are you well I'm not fucking frosty yeah that's what I'm saying the pun <laughs> from this point this is the turning point it is I was from- like, I was like, that's the stupidest fucking line in the film. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah this, this is the turning point. This is where, actually, it, it's almost as if somebody else has come in and gone, no, 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 no. Yeah, fuck, making fuck, a film fuck let's, let's, about write, let's write something. Killer good. snowmen, right? Um, but before all of that, the actual turning point, the point where this film absolutely just switches gear completely, right at the top of this scene, we get the 12 days of Sexmas. Yeah. And that's just fucking amazing like you get you get that fucking rock cover of the 12 days of christmas yeah. and they're stripping off and you're like yeah and they got like fucking fifteen thousand layers each because it's so bustling cold yep absolutely yeah that was really great. that's one thing we haven't talked about actually and i remember I, I mentioned it to you yesterday when i was watching it um the, the soundscape is brilliant the, the way they use the soundtrack and they they use these really altered versions of like well-known christmas songs yeah um, and the, the, you you get twelve days of Christmas, you get um, fucking uh, we'll come all you faithful, and all this sort of shit that you don't expect in this type of film. But it's just these really twisted sort of versions which don't sound right. Yeah, they're great. They, they are amazing. really, really it good. Really struck um, me. It's one of those, and you think something. Oh, I know that. I know what that is. Yeah. Oh, oh no. They... Oh fucking hell! They can't have done that again. When they lean into it, they absolutely stick this. So it's yeah, it made me laugh. Twelve days of sex must brilliant. Then she's yeah, she's a complete fucking prick tease. Um, yeah. it's just like she, How did she, make, she made a career out of that, kind of yeah, like that. I know, like they get all the way down to this Gibby's, and then she's just like, Oh, no, actually, and bearing in mind she's the one that fucking starts it as well. And then goes, well, Oh, yeah. no, actually, it's going to cost you some wine and a bubble bath, right? Okay, whatever. Um, so okay, so, so then we go to the kitchen, and I thought this was this, this is the second missed opportunity because first of all, he's pouring wine, champagne, whatever she asks for wine specifically, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's champagne that he pours or sparkling rose or some yeah, fucking shit. Well, it's not yeah. it's not it's, it's not, not white wine, for. right? But anyway, it's it, he's working with what he's got. Then he pours it and goes, I wonder if it needs ice. Who the fuck puts ice in wine? I will tell you for who. Australians. Why? Because their red wine gets very hot. So they put ice in it to cool it down. To bring it down to fucking normal temperature. By the time it gets to room temperature, it's fucking melted and it's all gone. But water in the fucking wine down. Like, at that point, it's squash. What the <laughs> so, fuck are you doing? To be fair, seeing how wine affects me, that's probably not a fucking bad Look, thing. I am not a wine drinker. I, I don't do wine. Well, I like wine, but wine doesn't like me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. And, and also, yeah, I'm the only person in this house that does drink wine. So if I open yeah. a bottle, I've got to drink a bottle. And well, I wouldn't it. drink white anyway. So I guess I never would put ice in it. But yeah. anyway... But yeah, I mean, the problem with me with, with wine is I have one speed of drinking, as you've probably noticed. Yeah, I drink if it's Coke, if it's cider, if it's beer, if it's wine, it goes down the same fucking speed. And so if there's a bottle there, the bottle's getting drunk. But it probably doesn't take that long. And then I can't fucking talk or stand yeah. up or see. 
Yeah. So, okay. So neither of us are wine drinkers, but I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure both of us agree that you don't put ice in fucking wine. So anyway, oh, no. and because of that, it felt like a stretch to me of like, okay, this ice is going to mean something. So then he opens the ice box, and you can see carrots and stuff at the back of the ice box. I'm like, oh, oh this is going somewhere. He's, he's in, in the fucking ice box. Yeah. So then I'm thinking like, okay, so he's going to chip the ice out, put the ice in the wine. One of them's going to drink the wine, and then <sighs> Jack, yeah, right, throw it inside That's, out. That's yeah. a fucking John Hurt thing. Yeah. And I think, oh, this is, like, I've written, this is fucking brilliant. Like, because I've actually written that, like, who, who the fuck puts ice in whatever the fuck he's, he's got there because it would water it down. But I've actually written after that, that. Like, I can see where it's going, though, and I'll give it a pass because I love it. But this yeah. is a fucking stretch. But then they never do anything with that. No. What a wasted opportunity. It, it is. And then you get... The, the, the so the, the comedy in the, in this scene comes and obviously you you see you hear the noise outside and you know you see you see the move in the shadows and he he gets scared obviously he thinks the sheriff's come back he's going to catch him all that sort of shit but rather than you know as any teenage kid would when you're in somebody you know again not that I ever did this but I would imagine if you're in somebody else's house with a girl you're intending to fuck and that person comes home you fucking leg it out the other door yeah you don't call out to them and say I'm really sorry yeah yeah no you, you get the fuck do. out of there. And let's be but, fair, if she's, if she, she's upstairs having a bath, fuck her, she's on her own. And, and especially if that person is the law. Yeah, um, if that's Johnny Law, you get the fuck out of Dodge. Of course you fucking do. Um, so, but, but, so he gets that, and he's, he's calling, he, he goes to shut the door, and he's, he's calling, oh, Sheriff, Sheriff, is that you? It's, no, it's Tommy. And he, gives, he identifies himself straight a fucking way as well. No. What sort idiot. of criminal mastermind is he? So he gets that, and then fucking Jack bursts in. I said, who the fuck is I'm not... Oh, it ain't fucking Frosty. It ain't fucking Frosty. It's and the world's just, most pissed off snowman. Is yeah, the actual that one. fucking creased me. It yeah, brilliant. And, and this is the point where if we'd have had that slow build, if we hadn't seen him up until this yeah. point, because this is the point now where he's fully animated at this point. Yes. They, they, and it, like, okay. From here so, on in, it's, it's there. So it's some kind of weird, like, latex foam head. You know, we're not talking a fucking proper puppet or anything, but it's no, no, fine. No. It, Look, it works. It's low budget. It's fine. And it works. What, what they're doing works. I buy it. Um, if this was our first reveal, and especially with the line being, well, it ain't fucking frosty. Yeah. Like, you, and, and, you know, we're only like, what, 45 minutes in, something like that at this point. Yeah. That's fine. You know, like, if they'd have just stretched it out to yeah, this. Bring him and, in then, there. and then here he is. You know, we can see all the other murders, but like I say, you just see, like, the sled going over. So we don't know whether the kid is guilty or not. We just know that there was a snowman there. And then you can see maybe a twig hand or a carrot or, you know, yeah. snippets of things. And then this is the full-on reveal. Who is it? Well, it ain't fucking Frosty. I'm the world's yeah. most pissed-off snowman. That, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, as it is, though, Hold on. I, I don't even know where that came from. I just It just came out of me, that one. Um, so, yeah, I, I like, don't get me wrong. This is great as it is. And, and at this point, from this point on, this is a fucking laugh riot. Yes, like, it is. I, I, I've enjoyed it up until this point, but it fucking takes off here. Um, so, yeah, because I, mean, I, I texted you about two minutes before this. I was like, this fucking film is bananas. Yeah, yeah. I don't know and those are the words I used. This fucking that's film what is I said bananas. To like, yeah, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Uh, and that's that's the point then where I was like, have you got to, have you got to the bath yet? I was like, <laughs> because... yeah, no. Yeah, and I was like, but just I also knew it was coming. I haven't seen it before, and I knew it was coming up up soon. But I was like, no, not yet. And I couldn't oh, remember what was going on. Yeah, because for me, it was the first time I'd watched it. But you would have known about the bath scene anyway, so it wouldn't have taken you by surprise quite the same way it did yeah. with me. Oh, it's the stuff of fucking legend. Yeah. Um, so for all the wrong reasons. Well, yeah. Uh, so we, we get obviously he gets he gets offed. Um, yeah, and, and again, no Jack has new powers. All of a yeah. sudden, he can shoot fucking icicles out of his fingers. Because why not? Why? Fine. Why not? 
I don't know. And again, it's, it's something... He's snowman. He's a, he's a snowman. But you look at this, you think, well, hang on, why has he not done that before? Well, he doesn't know what he can do. And as you said, oh, that, that was new. Yeah. Let's see how it works. And yeah. he does it again. Yeah. And that's all really nice. It's all really fun. It's, again, it's nice and clean. But you think, no, you, you're not thinking, hang on, that's a fucking logic gap. Why hasn't he done that all the way through? Because you know. And that's yeah, fine. You can accept that. Right. Yeah, you totally go with that. Totally go with that. So then um, Shannon Elizabeth finds a bubble bath, goes into the bubble bath. Um, and then the carrot pops up in the bath. Well, before, yeah, you get that. And then she's there with her eyes closed. And she, again, she's so fondling the fucking nape of her neck and shit like that. Yeah. Who does that, by the way? Who fucking, no, who, is that, an, is that some sort of fucking pleasure center? That, no, that bit between your collarbones? Uh, it's it's because she's seen the flake advert, obviously, and well, that's, obviously. What women, that's what women do in the bath. Oh, is it? Yeah, have you know, have you not seen the flake advert? Like they they fondle. I didn't their expect. Neck. I didn't think it was a real a real thing. I just they, no. They fondle their neck and eat and eat crumbly flaky chocolate. That's what they do. What the Which crumbly chocolate in the bath? It's well, exactly. Dropping everywhere. <laughs> because yeah, you well, it's because as you're dropping it, you can wash it off. That's what they're doing. It's, it's just a fucking waste of chocolate. Big chocolate flake in this hand and wash yourself with that hand. So it's like perpetual motion. You just <laughs> eat the chocolate, wash it off. It's fine. That's just such a fucking waste of chocolate. No, you're still eating the fucking chocolate. But all the bits that are falling off, you're washing off. And the, no. but, 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 but you lose those bits of flake anyway, because otherwise they go on you and you try and brush them off and then you just brush them into your clothes. You get chocolate on your clothes. And, and then, then I, yeah, I was going to say, when you were a kid, you'd suck it out of your clothes. Yeah, of course you would. But... Yeah, when you're a kid. Yeah. I mean, you've got a beard, so you don't have that problem now anyway. Your beard just catches it, surely. This is true. Uh, there you go. See? So, anyway... Logistics of eating a flake aside, she didn't have a flake. She did have a carrot. It did have a carrot. Didn't mind it. Was, it was at this point where I could see where the scene was going, yeah. which is interesting for two reasons. Okay, But first of all, I could see where the scene was going. And the first thing I've written is, God damn it, they aren't going to use the ice in the wine. Like, because <laughs> that's what I wanted to see. Never mind this. I wanted to see them use the ice in the wine. But they don't. The carrot pops up in the bath in a very suggestive position. Um, and then he proceeds to obviously form himself and and, and again we get this, this brilliant bit from her where she's still there with her eyes closed and fondling the fucking neighbor and goes, oh don't put cold water in you're ruining it and then all of a sudden yeah. it turns into snow now this is the point where it's important they had to get that line in about her being 18 yes because otherwise otherwise she's... otherwise it stops being rape and be, it starts being statutory rape, which is even fucking worse yeah and all um, of a sudden it's not this funny rape scene anymore Let's qualify this. Let's yeah, qualify this funny this rape scene. Rape, rape is never, never funny. funny. No, rape is never let's funny. Let's qualify that right but that, now. Also, this is what they're going for. It's it's a snowman having sex no, with, with a woman. It's absurd. It's yeah. absurd. So it's funny, and you can yeah. laugh at it. However, however, if she's sixteen, that's worse. That's no, she's a child. Now, interestingly, one of the things I learned in my research that wasn't what they were going for whatsoever. He okay. is supposed to form in the bath pick her up and kill her by repeatedly slamming her against the wall. Which is what he does. Which is and what he does. And I wasn't quite sure because you get that and you, the motion you've got, and they, they do come out to a wide and he is bashing her against the wall and it's it's only ever so slightly suggested that his his lower half is moving. However, the line, I guess I guess Christmas came early this year. Yep. Now, that's, the, your, that's the point we think, okay, well, he fucking raped her then. Yeah, so so what happened was the scene was shot with the carrot and all, because uh, the carrots there is a tease. Scene was shot. They got to the edit suite, and the editor actually called the director over and said, you you realise what you've done. 
when he cut it together, he was like, you realize what this looks like because they were shot from side profile and he was slamming into the wall and we'd had the carrot. Yeah. So by the power of yeah, montage... Yeah, because the carrot's not on his face either. Is it? No, no, the, carrot, no, the carrot's still wherever. The carrot, the carrot is there, if you can see my jumper. <laughs> That's where the carrot is. Is that why you chose this fucking jumper? No, this is just the only Christmas jumper I own uh, because <laughs> I'm a child. Uh, so it's not the best one I've seen. I'll tell you about that offer. So uh, I, it has won me many a Christmas jumper competition, but it's now quite readily available. That one, so I feel like everybody's got it now. Anyway, long story short, so the character comes at power of montage. Okay, we assume that he's fucking us. So the, the editor calls the director in, says you you're aware of what this looks like, and then they realise that they just have to go with it. So. They went back in reshoots and re- specifically reshot the line, I guess Christmas came early. Now, that is the most animated and the best framed thus far mm. that Jack Frost has been. And that's where my theory comes in, and it doesn't expand on this. I've looked everywhere to see if I can expand on it with anything else, but that's where my theory comes in, that actually some of these some of these lines that come in later on where he's in close-up and stuff and some of the better stuff is as a result of them reshooting that and going, oh, we can make this work. Yeah. Um, because yeah I, think, I think you might be right. I mean, I've not read uh, an awful lot about about sort of that side, the, 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 sort of the shooting side of it and the reshoots. Um, so, I mean, you may be right on that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, look, this scene is fucking immense. Ab- yes. Absolutely. Like, yeah, like, rape is never funny, but it's it's absurd and so yes. you can laugh at it as far as i'm concerned like it's a fucking snowman raping a woman using a carrot for a cock that is absurd and hilarious um because you just where the fuck did that come from you know and, and actually it was an accident which makes it even funnier um so that that's all good and, and this and now he's properly animated like frost like jack frost is properly fucking animated here um and it but to me, it feels like we needed to just get here earlier, like those earlier kills, if we're honest. Well, yeah, that's it. And I mean, as, as you said, no, if if we if the first reveal had been where he burst through that door and goes, ain't fucking frosty. Yeah. That's fine. But because they've because they've tried to introduce him earlier, it just at this point it's just like, okay, well, we've seen him now. And, so and more like they've yeah. had to go and do something else to build on that. Whereas it's almost as if they've kind of gone, Oh fuck. We yeah, we shot a load too early on that one. We probably need to go back and fix it. Oh, we can't. We've got the budget. Right, okay. In that case, let's go fucking apeshit on it. Let's really hammer it home. Yeah, but but from a narrative point of view as well, like you said, those those earlier kills, it almost feels like he's some sort of agent of chaos where he's just randomly mm. rocking around. And look, he's a serial killer. I get it. Yeah. Um, but his whole raison d'etre here is he's come back from beyond the grave, essentially, because he should yeah. have been killed by the chemical, but he didn't. He fused with the snow because he wants to wreak revenge on the sheriff. Now... Okay, if that's why the case, is he why not, kill the old dude? Yes, why is he not going after the sheriff and his family? He should be like the fucking snowman terminator. Yeah, like he being be in a... their house, I get that. Makes sense because these kids are in their house. So yeah, that, I, get that. I get that's fine. But why go after the old dude? Why yes, go after the other family? Yes, yes. yes okay, Billy when... was being a cunt. Yeah. And kinda deserved it. But why would you protect the sheriff's son when you're going to kill him yourself anyway? Right, that makes no sense. But also, maybe he doesn't want to reveal himself there. So I feel like if you go from the Billy kill... To you, then you have a little bit of, of mystery and intrigue around that because that's enough. Let's be fair. Yeah. You've had you've had the like go with the old man first, the first one in the rocking chair, okay? Because he happened to stumble across him and go with with the Billy kill, okay? Now I get that the Christmas tree kill was awesome and it was a good scene, but you go with those two, then it just sort of leads on then to the fact the snowman is already there. He's in his house, 
Yeah. So the fact that the kids break in then and the snowman's like, oh, maybe that's his daughter is, is the way you could play that, you know? Yeah. Whereas actually what he's done instead is he's gone from from where he needs to be, from the sheriff's house, wandered all around town killing people and ended up back there. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. So it makes no sense. He should be going after. But again, whatever the fuck, um, there was, I, I enjoyed the first half and I will forgive all of those little misdemeanors for the second half because now we're off and running we're at the yeah. fucking fear now, and it's absolutely no. You know, if you if you had only shot the second half of this film, if you shot sixty minutes of this, yeah. I'd be happy. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's absolutely fucking genius. This. Um, so then the kills start coming sort of thick and fast as well. The actions come in. Yeah. Um, and they they kind of they they work out that it's that it's Jack Frost. Everybody's on board. The FBI agents come clean. Everybody's sort of getting this plan together to catch Jack, and he and then he kind of sort of breaks in on them, doesn't he? In the, in the yes. police station, and they pull out a fucking hairdryer, which is genius. Yeah, this and again, is we see what I earlier meant. on with Marla. Yeah, and this is what I meant by leaning into it. This is the yeah. killer clowns approach. This is you know with the yeah. popcorn guns and stuff like yeah, that. It's, it's the stuff. most, it's the stupidest way you could ever kill anything. But it's a snowman, so it doesn't like heat. Yeah, so why so not introduce a hairdryer? So they lean into it, um, and then. They put the, on the fly, they put their plan together. It turns a little bit of salt and protein and they make a decision to use aerosol to blow yeah. the place and kill the monster. What a genius idea that is to use aerosol in your final act to blow up your monster. Mm. I kind of wish, hmm, have you, could you think of anybody else who may have written something that has a <laughs> private joke here, listeners? But maybe one day you'll maybe. see where we're going. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe we'll start Kickstarter and all three of you can give us some money. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, because yes, I I have used this exact narrative point. Uh, I have I have too written a film with an unstoppable force uh, that eventually gets blown up via a truckload of hairspray. Um, so I guess this is just a thing now. I guess this is just a talk. <laughs> and th- look, this was written way before I had I even put stroke the first key on mine. This was back in the nineties. So. Yeah, I, 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 but I didn't see this, so it came out nowhere with me. But yeah, that that totally works. Like, I, I love yeah. this whole. I, I really love it, in, especially in a horror film where it's like this. When you're in a small town, and and you just have to MacGyver this shit. I, I yeah. love that where the plan has to come together, and it's not some mad supernatural force. So we yeah, don't you have can't to have like this fucking CSX machina thing where no, there's no. there's something that's been designed specifically for this. No, this no, it, this. it is literally just what have we got to hand? Loads yeah, of hairspray. Yeah, it's how okay. do you kill a snowman? Right, okay, fucking fire. Yeah, I, I love it. That so they set all the hairspray off. Um, mind you, they are that like just seem to be unlimited supply because they tape them down and they just keep going for minutes. Right. Like, well, so, I mean, don't know many there are because Marla did have a fairly fucking staunch perm on her. Maybe she they did. Were, maybe they were just fucking no millions of them. But you get and you get this really nice sequence as well where they drag it out, so he has to go back to get his keys to open the fucking padlock That's to great. get him out. It, it's beautiful. It's really excellent. well done. And then when while he's in there, he realizes there are people in the cells. So he lets them out. Yeah, All this, and, it's really well done. And it's like, what the fuck are they doing up? But, but it then, really works. It really does ramp it up. Yeah, it, it's really, really well done. But then they open the window to climb out of, and straight yeah. away I'm going like, "Hang on a minute, you, yeah, you're letting all the hairspray out. This doesn't work." Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's but, only a small window, but still, yeah. Again, whatever, I'll yeah. go with it. Um, fine, doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, so so they blow it, 
Um, and then where do we go from there? Um, so they blow it, and they, they, they're assuming he's, he's dead, but then obviously all the snow has melted and is dripping back into fucking crevices underneath the uh, the debris of the police or the sheriff's office. Yes, that's right, yeah. So, but I mean, obviously that was never going to kill him. You know, we've still got time left, and they never. Well, that was it. Fu- we got to that. I was like, hang on. Yes, okay, that, that's the fucking jaws ending, more or less, but we've still got like 20 minutes left. Yeah, I, and also, like, we've already established that he can melt and refreeze at will. So, like, surely. In my mind, they need to like freeze him solid and then smash him to bits. Was where yeah, I was you need to T one thousand him. Yeah, exactly. You, you'd think, uh, but no. Um, <laughs> instead, uh, what we we get this fucking plan emerge all of a sudden that the fucking oatmeal has got antifreeze in it. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the oatmeal that... that I forgot all about by this point. Well, that was I can't remember how that came about. I, I sort of switched off for a minute. I was I think I was texting you at the time. And all of a sudden, they were talking about the fucking the oatmeal because half his head was missing. He, he came back, and then did they did they did they fucking force feed it to him, or did they did he eat no did he eat it with I can't remember how it came about. But all of a sudden, half his fucking head was missing, and the kids in tears because I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. I just thought no because it's always so cold here because you know we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. I wanted to keep you warm, so I put antifreeze in your oatmeal. Who, well, fu- when who fucking in- does that for yeah, a start? They- they're in the car, isn't they? Is what happens. So, so we actually we've we've skipped over a little bit here. There's yeah, a, we have jumped a bit, haven't we? There's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of planning uh, that goes on. We we get a little bit of our kind of exposition. There's actually um, I can't believe I, I jumped over this. Um, there's a discussion from the the doctor who's working with the FBI guy, um, where he starts sort of theorizing. Actually, uh, there's been some sort of chemical bond happened between the acid. And Jack Frost, and so actually that proves that the soul is a yeah. chemical. Why? Well, like somebody's really fucking thought somebody's about thought this about shit. that. Somebody's like, gone into some detail on that. There's, yeah, there, there is a lot that you could unpack there. Like it's this. I, I appreciate the effort and the thought that's gone into this. You know, they, they. This is what I mean by they. They take it absolutely seriously and they really lean into it, and that that's really really cool. Um, then. I was saying about smashing him to bits, but they have a discussion about, well, let's put him in a watertight container. Again, yeah. sensible and the classic horror ending, chop him up into pieces. Yeah. yeah. we. I mean, we do get there eventually because, of course, we do. Um, so that's all good. Um, and, and then, yeah, then he sort of busts in and they've all got the hairdryers and we get the best gag yet. Blow me. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he pulls, just, the, he pulls the cable, the cord out, doesn't he? Pulls the, yeah, pulls the cord out. Blow me. Brilliant. Yeah, because doesn't they, they put him in the furnace? Yes, it's now well, they, they, no, they lure they, him down to the basement. They lure the him down. They use the hair dryers to yeah to back to him down back into him, there. to back him down into, into the furnace. And the idea is then they're going to blow the furnace, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all fine. Um, I think yeah, they they get to the point um, where yes, they're all celebrating. So sheriff and his son have, have left, and it's the FBI agent and the doctor down in the down in the basement in the furnace. And yeah, then he comes back in, in the so, furnace. So then you get you. So then you get blow then, then we get. Then you get blow me, and then you get one of my favourite moments in the film, actually. And it's I, I don't know whether well, it must have been planned, but you get yeah. um, you get he, we now realise that he can possess people because you see the guy stumbling out of the police well, he, station. He's not clearly. possessing him as he just fucking he's he, inside. He him. him out, and he wears him like a fucking yeah. suit. Yeah, essentially. Um, he, he, yeah, he wears him like the bug wears the Edgar suit, basically. And he, well, that, he's that was, yeah, that, I couldn't remember the Edgar name, but um, I should remember that, shouldn't I? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so he walks out, and you get this really fucking. You, you, obviously, we're looking. I'm going, okay. Why is he? Why is he just fucking walking out? Why don't his jobs work? We, we all know what's, what's going, on. going on. And the sheriff looks at him and goes, "All right." But it, it, then it's just Hang the fact on. that actually, yeah, I, I don't, he, 
just everything about it is brilliant. The comic timing is brilliant where he just goes, ah, oh, fuck it. And yeah, just he's spits just himself, himself out. <laughs> like, like he can't even be asked to keep up the charade. Like he's, he's discovering his powers as we go, as we say. And he's yeah. now discovered that he can actually just get inside people and walk about. So he's well, essentially... People are, people are predominantly water, aren't they? Yeah. So he, he's, he's kind of the thing at this point, if he wants to. He can, he can integrate himself into society. He can kill yeah. from within. Like he's become really powerful, but he's like, ah, oh, Fuck that! Just, yeah, I have time a, for that. Just I'm a monster, fucking snowman. Fuck it! I I I love the and, thing. And again, about. the bit where he just fucking vomits him out. Yeah, it's like he just can't be asked. He's ah, like, oh, fuck it! I just want to kill people. Yeah, so that so mean in life where the fat guy just yeah, it, it, it's just there's so much of it, and all of a sudden he's like, no, just T1 again, T1000 all formed back together, and the yeah. snowman's there again. Yeah, a fucking genius. So right. then they get in the car. Uh, they're trying to jump the car while soaking wet. That's not the best idea in the world, is it? Oh, I mean, really? No. Yeah. I did think there's water pissing in. He's trying to jump. It's like, hang on a minute. Yeah. Fairly sure those two things don't mix. I know it's only a battery. Yeah. But still. Uh, and then it's at this point, of course, we get the oatmeal because the oatmeal is on the passenger seat. So, yeah. the, so the oatmeal burns a chunk of his face off. Yeah. Um, and we don't we don't fully understand why, but I, but we talked about DSS Machina, and, and, and like this has been seeded so well. It is yes. it is Chekhov's gun, even though we didn't realise it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and although, yeah. again, another really good line comes out of this as well, um, where he puts himself back together and his yeah. fucking head's on. It's like, oh look, I'm a Picasso, Picasso straight yeah. from fucking Toy Story. Yeah, excellent, absolutely Beautiful. excellent. And again, the animation now is there. He's moving and he's sideways. Yeah, and his like, head's on his fucking hip. And this is what this is what we needed more of. You know, we needed yeah. him to have this kind of sort of Freddy Krueger quip attitude all the way through. Um, but yeah, we learned that the oatmeal, with the oatmeal, which I had forgotten about, because yeah. so much has gone on, even though, well, like I said, it. they deliberately seeded it to the what? point where you do go, ah, the oatmeal, of course. Obviously. Fucking fantastic writing, okay? Like, I love the hairspray move, pulled it myself. Love the oatmeal side of it as well, because it's just something that ties everything back together. Excellent, excellent. Fucking amazing, brilliant writing. Um then the antifreeze thing is dumb as a bag of rocks. Make no sense whatsoever. But I'm like, you know what? The oatmeal was so good that yeah. I'm going to let you get away with it. So, yeah, the kid... But it be... does have that sort of childish logic to it, doesn't it? I mean, if, if that kid does. was a little bit younger, I'd accept it. If that kid was about seven, you'd kind of go, well, you know what? Yeah, that's the sort of thing. Antifreeze, it stops things freezing. My dad's always freezing. Let's put... No, let's do that. You, kind of, you can buy that. When the kid's fucking 10, 11, whatever he is, then... Yeah it kind of doesn't really translate anymore unless the kid is fucking stupid. Because yeah. you know, the innocence isn't there anymore unless he's been particularly fucking mollycoddled and you know, babied and all the rest of it. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. But, you, yeah, you kind of go along with it and go, you know what? Yeah, fine, whatever. So then the plan forms very quickly. You know, our, our, our surviving townsfolk decide they're going to get a truck filled with antifreeze. Yeah, and the sheriff. And it's, gonna, it's the dude earlier on who got sparked out as well. Got sparked out, yeah. Who who we've already established has all the antifreeze. One thing I did like actually when they're doing this because we've established all he's got the salt, he's got the fucking grit, he's got the antifreeze. Excuse me. And the one thing I did like is that normally you do this and you just see them fucking emptying gallons of stuff into the back of a wagon. Yeah, he, he thinks to put a tarp down first, but it does not piss out the bottom. Yeah, yeah, very. Look, never do you see that in films. Again, they, there is a lot of thought gone into this. There really, really is. is. Um, and and the reality of that is because they actually had to fill that truck with a load of liquid. So yeah. if they and didn't kept, do that, kept on pissing out the bottom. Yeah, yeah, so that's the reality of it. But it's real. But it works on screen. It works. It works. Yeah. Um, so the sheriff's got to kind of lure him then to get him into the truck, and then as if. The payoff with the oatmeal wasn't good enough. The fucking snowman gag pays off. Because he could say anything to him to get his attention, but he yeah. doesn't. What does he use? 
hey, Jack, what's the difference between snowmen and snowwomen? Snowballed. Brilliant. We seeded it earlier on. And again, twice the fact. As I was going to say, this seems yeah. to be a rule of three thing going on where they do because, seed everything twice and then pay it off. It works because really that's, well. Because that's the rule. It exists for a reason. Because the first time. It, you'll I mean, it's generally it, not used that much in films. It. I've got to be honest. I mean, you it, certainly in the last 20 years, you don't see it that much. You see it a lot. You still see it a lot in literature. Yeah. You still see a lot in theatre. You don't see a lot of it in film anymore because people. A lot of filmmakers assume that audiences are either lazy or not going to pay attention. Uh, look, we, we talk about this shit all the time on Game of Moans, and, and there is a reason why these rules exist. Mm. And, you know, yeah, you're right. A lot, of, a lot of films, let's be frank, a lot of films these days are poorly fucking written and poorly made. Simples. Because all they're after is throw a load of special effects in, throw an A-lister in, and people will go and watch it. Yeah. I, and that's not me being bitter. Look, I pay my good fucking monies to go and see them as well. All right? So I'm part of the problem. That's, that's not a dig in any way, shape, mm. or form. But the fact of the matter is the rule of three works. Yeah, um, and, and, I mean, it is... and it, it's, a, it's a literary device that's worked for fucking centuries. Yes, yeah, because the first time, it, it just kind of washes over you. The second time, you remember it subconsciously, even you go, yeah. oh, because oh, that, yeah, that guy that said that on. before. Oh, okay, yeah. So when the third time comes in, you go, ah, yeah, you're kind of almost expecting it by the time the third time rolls around. So excellent, really, really good stuff. Um, there's a bit of a chase sequence again, really well done, where he's running through the fucking like it's like a hotel or something, isn't it? That he's yeah. running through. I was, I was trying to look at what it was. Yep. Then they op- he's opening all the doors and he's like, "Oh, was that your husband?" And all just little fucking gags like that. Yeah, really, really Works funny. Really well. Uh, Frosty corners him. Does the does the fucking icicle thing again? Yeah. Now this is one thing I don't get right. So they do the icicle thing, and then you get uh, I can't remember what his name was. I think his name was Paul. I might be wrong, but whatever his name was, he um he comes out outside. He does Paul. He comes out, he beeps, does no signify he's outside the fucking window, which we've seen earlier on. There's a window at the edge of this hotel. So he's there, and Sam has been impaled with a fucking icicle. We presume through the heart, because that's what Jack's talking about. Looking mm-hmm. through the heart. And he's talking about getting his wife and all the rest of it. And all of a sudden, Sam's not in pain anymore. He makes it. I've written it. He a, a fucking Lazarian recovery. Miraculous recovery. He's like a yeah. fucking Colombian striker in the '94 World Cup when they weren't allowed water breaks. It's yeah. a serious number. He's like, go down like you get shot. Have a fucking go off on a stretcher. Come back on when you've had a, had a fucking sip of orange juice. It was like that. He was also yeah, but you'll know whatever the line was. He's like, I think it was like the cavalry or something like that. So, and then he just fucking drives him out of that fucking window. Now, a how has he got the strength to do that when he's had a fucking icicle through the heart? Mm-hmm. B, how is he move? No, how can he move that well and talk that no, talk that clearly when he should be fucking internally bleeding? C, how doesn't the fucking antifreeze going into that wound kill the bastard? True. Yeah. I mean, don't, I, I got a fucking paper cut on my knuckle, mm-hmm. and then I ended. I was doing something. I was cleaning something the other day with rubbing alcohol, and fuck me, that hurt for about a month. It's like yeah, no, it, it fucking kills. And that yeah. was a tiny wound on I my was... knuckle. I was thinking that as well as he's fucking wrestling with Frosty in the antifreeze, and, yeah, and that, look, and he's selling it really fucking well. Oh yeah, yeah, he really like, is. It, like they really do well when he's wrestling with with Jack and the antifreeze. But uh, the bit I don't understand is why he had to stab because yeah, he makes this miraculous recovery, but he didn't have to stab him through the heart. It would have been enough just to have the tension of the icicle coming towards him. And what yeah. would might what would have been even better and more heroic if it if it was just above the heart, if it was in the shoulder or something like that. Yeah. And or below it in the gut, which is going to fucking hurt more. Yeah, take longer to kill him. Yeah, right. And he and he, he's just about there. He hasn't penetrated through yet, but he just about has. Then the horns there, and then he has to impale himself yeah, to, to drive, drive him, out. him out through the window. Well, that's like, like even if he's broken skin and there's a fucking little bit of blood or something. Yeah, just something to really sell it. And as you say, he's got to drive it then. So all of a sudden, he's got to push himself into that. Yes, so it's going to gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna take Jack by surprise. So he's going to lean into it as well, 
which will fucking push it in further and make it harder for him to do. It's more of a sacrifice. And then at that point, you don't know. You don't know if he's coming out of that fucking antifreeze. No, no. That's but... no, that's that's your fucking hero bit. Yeah, and then you can you could even have played that for a minute or two then as well. They can go under the antifreeze, give it a few seconds, then he can come up, up with a big gasp of breath, holding Jack under. Yeah. Then they have their fucking fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I loved the bit with the arm as well. Yeah. Oh, genius. Yeah. I, I because again, it's like you see it happen, and because you know horror movie tropes as well, you see the fucking arm fall by the side of the truck. Now, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, the arm's there because he'll reform from that. Yeah, he'll grow off the arm. Yeah. But no, they bring it back immediately. Yeah, um, and the arm just the arm just fucking wraps around the kid's head. Amazing. Jesus, yeah. genius. <laughs> it's brilliant. So then they do the bit where they drag the kid up in the antifreeze. Again, what could have more of an image of them fucking ducking the kid? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, make a fucking issue with the kid. He, he was afraid of his own shadow at the start. Yeah. So make it, you no, know, make a thing with him being fucking, no, I don't know, afraid of drowning or some shit. Give him you know, something where, the, again, he has to confront his fear. Sam is confronting his by you no know, by by taking on the serial killer. Make the kid confront his, and then he comes up out of the fucking antifreeze and all's well with the world. Yeah. So that, I mean that could, no, as as it is, it's fine. But then the bit I was talking about earlier. So the pre, so the, they all rush there. So when Sam comes out of the fucking antifreeze for the second time, they all rush him out with the kid. They all rush over and they're fucking hugging and all the rest of it. And the priest suggests just stroking him on the shoulder. He's not patting him on the back. He's stroking his fucking shoulder. It's like Gary Glitter or fucking kindergarten. I honestly, I I clocked this as well. I haven't written it down because I just thought, nah. But if you've clocked it as well, then it's a, like you just went on a fucking good, no, good slap on the back, or just fucking, even especially the point where he's fucking hurt anyway. A good yeah. fucking whack on the back and something to really sell that. But no, he's fucking stroking him on the shoulder like he's on a fucking date or something. That's intentional, isn't it? Oh, it's fucking be, hell! It's got to be. That's got to be intentional. They're cool, on a fucking it must laugh be. for that. They, they've got either be. that or there's so fucking little direction. The guy, the the, the guys are going. No. What am I doing? No, no, they they they're playing for that. They've got to. Um, so yeah, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be anybody but the priest, would it? No, no, especially in the 90s. Yeah. So so we get the great fucking wrestling match with with fucking snowman. He comes back, throw him in the antifreeze. Um, and then we get like the perfect horror movie ending. Tropy is all fuck, but of oh, course yeah. they, they, they they bottle up the antifreeze and they bury it on consecrated ground because of course they do. Because then later on down the line, a dog can come and piss on the consecrated ground or whatever. We haven't seen the sequel yet. I'm just this yeah, is we'll how keep it, I'm probably gonna keep that for next Christmas. This is how things go. I mean, okay, this is how Nightmare on Elm Street goes anyway. Dog pisses on the consecrated ground and fucking gets fried or whatever, and then. Sooner or later, some idiot's going to dig him up for a housing development or something, aren't they? Yeah. Um, fine. I'm, Maybe I'm they well need to up. build a fourth house in Snowmondon. Yeah, I, I'm well up for watching more Jack Frost, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. I I wasn't expecting to like this. I was, I was expecting to enjoy it, and I was expecting us to have our usual... You know, we, we tend to look at, like, th- there's three types of films you look at on this show, aren't there? There, there are films which are knowingly ridiculous and bad. Then there are films which should be better than they are, and then there are those which are just fucking awful. Yeah. And I I expected this to fall into the first camp. I expected this to be just kind of so ridiculous and so bad that it's good. What yeah. I didn't expect was for it to be actually good. And, yeah. And, and it is. And you know, reading reading a lot of the reviews that you get on Metacritic and uh, and IMDb and stuff like that, it seems like a lot of people are shitting in its mouth. Um, and I suspect that those people actually haven't watched it because yeah, this there was a lot is of that. good. I mean, it's it's one of those again. It's achieved cult following over the years, whereby people have actually sat down and gone, "Really? That's yeah. what this film is? Fucking hell!" It's it works. All of it works. It's weirdly paced. 
as you yeah. say, because that first half and that second half don't quite gel. It's almost, and that's almost like that there are individual notes. scenes which are fucking off-paced yeah. as well. Yep, yeah. so, so they don't quite gel, but everything that's there works. That, that's the crucial thing, is that narratively... It, like you have to take some leaps, but look, it's a film about a fucking demonic. Well, snob, well that's it. So. I mean, it, it's it's that sort of film where you can take those leaps quite understandably because it's not Citizen Kane. It's not no. a fucking legal drama. It's not a war film. It's no. a, it's a fucking fantasy about a killer snowman. Yeah. So so you know, suspension of disbelief. You have to you have to su- suspend things like oh, well, he went on a killing spree before he went after the sheriff, but he is a serial killer. Yeah, you know, and for every for everything that doesn't quite work, there is a but. And as I say, several times they literally point it out within the next minute or so. I pick on, yeah. up on something and go, "Hang on a minute," but then and then they explain yeah. it. Yeah, I know. Oh, and okay. It's it is pretty fucking tight. This yeah. I, I'm I'm hesitant to say watertight. I'm not sure it's quite that that together, but it is pretty fucking it's tight. It's pretty good. It's pretty tight. Yeah. Um, I've just found out, by the way, why it's um, why the snow is sort of constantly disappearing. It was filmed in California, <laughs> that fucking haven of snow. I mean, look, it, they probably you, it, look, you you work with what you got. They're probably all from California or something. So you yeah, work with what it you got. It was filmed at Big Bear Lake in um, in the San Bernardino Mountains. Um, so it's a snow it's a snow fed lake, um, but it's just you know, when they did it, it was obviously they filmed in the middle of fucking summer. Because the light's better, it makes sense. Like it's like it's a low budget film, and I take it. You know, it's it's one of those you think, well, it's not the fucking end of the world. It doesn't. I mean, the, so the, the appearing and disappearing snow doesn't affect your enjoyment of it. No, I, and you know, a lot of times we say on this show, part of the reason why, especially with the higher budget films that we look at, part of the reason we get so angry with them um, is is just the the fucking carelessness yeah. that, that goes on with things at least, and they're like, you had enough money to know yeah. better. Well, that's and, if somebody would have been fucking paid to pick these things up. Yes, and, and I feel like when, when you're working at this level, um, I am a lot more forgiving uh, mm. of things. I, I think we all are. You, know, well, you have to be, don't them. you? Yeah, and things like that, you just go, yeah, right, guys, fine. Because narratively, this works. The performances are all good. The effects are pretty fucking good as well. Like, to be yeah. fair... And that's you know, it. I mean, I think you you tend, you tend always tend to get a bit more forgiveness on this because people, people, were, were, yeah, people will respect the fact that You've gone out and put something out, but you didn't have fucking tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, you and got you it. Didn't, you didn't have a studio behind you. You didn't have a name to sell it on. I mean, this was Shannon Elizabeth's first film. So even say no, Shannon Elizabeth is, you know, is, is a name two years after this. Yeah, there's nobody. There's nobody selling this fucking movie. No, until you know, much like what happened with Leprechaun as well, when Jennifer Aniston yeah. hit. You know, I I do remember this being sold as as having Shannon Elizabeth in it. I'd say I remembered it, just ne- I know I never watched it. Yeah, I think um, that year it appeared about 2003, didn't they? I think they'd done the first two American yeah, films then. Most likely, yeah. Um, but I think you know, a, a lot of times then when we do look at stuff like this, even if it does, t- you know, something like Leprechaun does go on to you know have have famous people in it, stuff like that. When it's when it's this low budget. We cut it a lot of slack anyway. Yeah. But for it to then actually be really fucking good, yeah. uh, and it is like I, I thoroughly enjoyed this and will watch it again more than once. I can tell you. Um, I I think this is well worth ninety odd minutes of anyone's fucking time. Yeah. To be honest, it's it's as good a fucking horror film as I've seen all, all year. If I'm perfectly for, you know for the type of like, yes. let's just let's you know. Let's be clear on that as well. This isn't fucking full of suspense. This is creature feature. This is a fucking mutant demonic snowman. Yeah. Fucking raping people with carrots. So let's bear that in mind. Yeah. You know, but for what it is, it's 
full of holiday cheer as far as i'm concerned it's got the christmas carols it's got the jingly bells it's got the sparkling lights it's got the snowman it's got the fucking drunken fighting it's got everything yeah. you want from a good holiday tale it's got what you need isn't it yeah i, I think mean, it's great yeah i mean the sequel as well looking at the um just looking at the information about the sequel the sequel is jack frost to revenge of the moot and killer snowman if ever there was a name that's on the fucking nose yeah why not oh i mean i, I we'll we won't we won't give it away to the listeners, but I sent you the most on the nose fucking yes. name that came up on my Amazon recommendations after watching this. You did. Um, you did. We'll, uh, we won't we'll dig we'll into that one list. next year. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be um, on the list for next year. But I mean, yeah, it's one of those you think, well, no, you kind of take it. And I mean, again, the plot is ludicrous. It's, um, it follows the killer snowman, Jack Frost, who's resurrected and tra- travels to a tropical cabana to kill the man responsible for his death. Oh, so the sheriff's going to be in it again. Yeah, then. sheriff's in it again. Marla's in it again. His wife is in it again. It's more Marla. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. It's, so I mean, yeah, you kind of you got you go with it, don't you? Uh, yeah. Um. So you know, again, it's a snowman in a fucking on a tropical island. So of it's course not, it's going to be fucking insane. It's not a Christmas film then. At this no. Point. Okay, well, so maybe maybe we hit that one up in the summer. Maybe 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 we'll we do Christmas in July. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not the first person to say that to me this week because Christmas is fucking you know. It's looking like it's going to be like the rest of the fucking year. Uh, well, yeah, because 2020 is a fucking bag of dicks, isn't it? But yeah. what can you do? Well, you know, some people like bags of dicks, apparently, you know. Never had one, so don't really know. Um, no, I just remember on uh, on Big Mouth that uh, the, the Hormone Monster had a bag of dicks. Oh, had a big, yeah, he has a, yeah, they're quite cute. Yeah. Um, yes, he's got a bag of little cute pet dicks, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Fucking. It's Maurice, isn't it? Maurice, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, kept, I would say Morty, but I knew it wasn't. I think um, it's Maurice, anyway. It is Maurice, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's it is it, it knows what it is. I think that's the main thing. It, oh, it kno- absolutely knows what it is. Yeah. It knows what it is, and it's happy with that. It just plays to that. And, and I fucking I have a lot of time for. Like I said, I I write them all the fucking time because they're fun, right? <laughs> exactly, they're and that's the thing. Fucking and, fun. I mean, you can guarantee the guy writing this, um, and they got no when they make it when they're on set making this. There, there's nobody thinking, oh, fucking hell, we're going on. It's another day. No, they're on a They're on a fucking riot. Yeah. And, and you know, the, what this demonstrates, which is really fucking important, actually, and, and, you know, comparatively then, when you compare it to your fucking Mario's and your Battlefield Earths and everything else, which is kind of what this show is about, what this demonstrates is the absolute most ludicrous, ridiculous idea can still be fucking good if you put the work in, if you're critical of yourself. You know, they went back and reshot. And if everybody cares and everybody pulls together on it, there is no excuse when you've got all the fucking money and all the talent to put out the kind of shit that we generally look at on this show. Yeah. When you can do this with such a ridiculous concept and no money and it all works. Fucking hats off to these guys. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, as I know, it's a testament to the fact that they got something out, and that no, that's the most. When you've got no money, that's the fucking thing. You you produced something. You made a no. You made a product. There's something to show for it. Yeah, and no, that's the fuck. That's the thing. And yeah, okay, this went straight to video, and it was fucking panned for years. But 23 years later, it's no, it's got a massive cult following. It spawned a sequel, which I think made money. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I can't find the page and I've just closed it, but I think it, I think the sequel made a bit of money. But you know, regardless of that, the guy went on to make a fucking thirty million dollar movie the following year. There you go. You know, he he went on to to uh, no, he went on to do it, uh, Identity the year after the sequel. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth went on to do three American Pie films and God knows what else she did. You know, yeah. and, you know this 
when you have a product that people believe in, it doesn't matter if it's crass. It doesn't matter if it's fucking creepy. It doesn't matter if it's not Citizen Kane. People will put their all into it because it's something they want to do. Yes. And I think there's there's far more to be said for that than there is of somebody getting paid fucking $15 million to make a movie, turning up on set for three months, and then not fucking thinking about it until the press, uh, the press tour. Uh, Absolutely. Th- yeah, these this... people will have fucking, th- no, these people will have lived and breathed this. And then when it when it finished and they went into edits and all the rest of it, they probably thought they'd never see it again. Yeah. I, what it what it has is soul. And soul is a chemical, Mark. I didn't know if you were aware of this. Somebody mentioned it. I can't remember who. There's a fucking lot to unpack just in that fucking section of the story. Like, yeah, I feel like this needs about, about right another now. five or six fucking sequels because there's all sorts of shit you can jump on with that. Um, yeah. Okay, so I think we've made our, our, our thoughts abundantly clear, but we still, we have to ask, don't we? Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, I know is it thoughts, better than Mario? There you fucking go. Infinite, like... infinitely, yeah, fucking uh, infinitely. I mean, it's it's more fun, it's sillier, it knows what it is, and so it's more honest. And yeah, I think I would far if you put the two in front of me, and one's on Prime and one I own, um, having bought it to do you know, to start this podcast. Um, I would put this on every fucking time. I would put the sequel on without having seen it. If it's uh, at least the first time having not seen it and not know what it's about, I would choose the sequel over Mario as well, just to see if it's got the same fucking heart to it. I 100% agree. Um, I, I had a whale of a time with this. I will definitely be watching it again in the future, probably next Christmas, if yeah. not before, because it was fucking, it was a laugh riot. If we're going to do the sequel, I might stick it on for yeah. the sequel. Yeah, um, future. I would go as far as to say it's in the top percentage of films that we watched on this podcast. Yeah, For me, it's, 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 I mean, it's not as good as Killer Clowns, but it's it's up there in those well, upper echelons. I, uh, I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's Killer Clowns level, but it's it's up there in that upper echelon with with Killer Clowns. I, and I, would, other... I would I would put them on the same fucking. I would put them on the same yeah. platform. I'd say that if if you would say right, pick, you know, say pick three that we've done, those two would certainly be in it. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like I say, I'm not, I'm not sure not what the third one would be, mate. Um, maybe rubber. I can't. I'm not possibly I'm rubber. Not sure entirely what our catalog is now. We've done that many. No, um, we're we're burning through now. I can't remember. Let's see if I can find it. But I'm pretty certainly sure. Not, certainly not Phantom Menace. Not Phantom Menace. Not Battlefield Earth. Not any of them. I mean, Suicide Squad. But Suicide Squad maybe. Uh, that's not a popular choice. I'm aware. But yeah, Elves was pretty good last Christmas. This was way better than Elves. This was way better than Elves. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, it's, it's not going to be on that fucking list. It's three, six, five days. Uh, no, that's down the bottom. Um, yeah, I, I think this, this goes at least... This, into, this stacks up. At least into the top five, I would say, of, of stuff that we've watched. Now, yeah. apologies to anybody watching the video who just had two minutes at the top of my head, by the way, while I was looking on my phone. Uh, yeah, you see a little fucking hair I've got. Well, no, it's fine because the band of your headphones covers it. These, these ah, okay. are good. It's also why I don't have to do my hair to come on this fucking show because I just put my headphones on. They're great. Yeah. I should uh, be wearing I, a fucking hat by now. My hair's I don't know why I tapped my head then. I just did it again as well because that fucking hurts my ears. Um, <laughs> where was I? I was saying something before we started talking about your fucking bald spot. Oh, yes. Um, it goes, it, it, it's probably in the top five, maybe the top three, but you know. Before everybody starts jumping on my fucking dick about recommending stuff like this and saying this, I'm not talking about my favorite fucking films of all time. No, we're, okay? we're talking a, a about, about the worst films. films possible to look at, and in amongst that, this is really fucking good. So yeah, I, yeah, I I can't recommend this enough. Definitely better than Mario. 
and definitely one of the best for my money one of the best things we've done to date yeah i said we're i think we're pushing episode 20 i think i can't remember what number this is but we're we're, well, we're at that point where we've done quite a few of these now and i mean this is right up there for me yeah definitely so seek it out listeners yeah, is what definitely. It's, on amazon, it's, on it's on amazon prime, prime so yeah, just go for it give it a watch it's like just don't watch, Jack, don't watch the michael keaton one by mistake because no that, that's fucking heartbreaking which is what we were originally going to do um and maybe that's one for next year now i don't know maybe. That, is, that is pretty fucking poor pretty fucking um, poor um but yeah it maybe you disagree with us or maybe you've seen this and think it's a pile of wank um in which case let us know um as always you can get in touch on twitter at ddpodcastnet via our website ddpodcast.net where you can get our previous episodes and also our other shows uh we're on facebook with a double wherever you get your podcast from be it itunes spotify stitcher google play amazon music wherever else we're listed um seek us out uh, search for better than mario brothers uh, on youtube we're we're doing video now as well just because we've got fuck all better to do in lockdown so I, I spend like hours editing videos that people don't watch um but give us a look um with the land podcast network on there uh, but until next time Merry Christmas, listeners, and wherever you are, please remember to stay safe and watch out for Killer Snowmen. And we'll see you in a hopefully a much brighter 2021. See you later. <laughs>